welcome to Astronomica. I don't have anything clever to say. So this is going to be a great episode for you guys. Uh, I mean, that's what this podcast is about. <laughs> sort of <laughs> tangentially related to games and nerdy shit, because that's what we do on this podcast. I have had the fucking Mortal Kombat theme song from the movie mm-hmm. in my head all goddamn day. And let me say, that shit is a banger. <laughs> it <laughs> Just, is. Ah, oh, man. It, it's bringing back all of my, like, middle school, like, roller rink kind of kind of vibes there's the first drop i remember watching that movie and being so and i'm talking about the one that came out when i was in high school or junior high when, when i was a child whatever is there more than one uh there's there a were new, there's there a were two or three then and then there was the one that came out like yeah. last year oh, right. which is quite enjoyable well, I, I, I will say it's quite enjoyable <laughs> but i really i remember watching the ones from when i was a child and being so excited that raiden was played by the highlander oh you're right I forgot about adult that. me is like yeah i know that's an example of like a we, very white man playing talk, a not white character you talk about range first he's scottish now he's <laughs> no no no, no no you got asian folklore yeah, you got to understand when he played raiden he didn't play raiden it was the fucking highlander playing raiden like it even had the christopher lambert laugh like in my like, head oh. it made, like kind of a mandela effect i thought it was uh the guy from a uh, oh david carradine i thought no. that, that was the same See, that guy. would have been actually a good true. choice yeah but david yeah. carradine also is yep white what yeah well but- not anymore. <laughs> now he's more purple. <laughs> uh, good job. Y'all got dark. Closet. You know what? So Stan, he had a please good tell time. us about the podcast. <laughs> he, he or we Colin, all... either one. Of, y'all haven't chimed in much yet. We were all kids. I'm I feel waiting like we for something it. not horrible <laughs> so that I can involve myself. You're going to have to leave. And I can't loosen my belt yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hang on, here's a lemon to bite down on. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of... Kung Fu and Dave <laughs> that, Carradine that was over tension. Um, man, Sifu fucking slaps. The game's dope as shit. The yeah. one on uh, Perkins, like South Perkins. Uh, nope, the video game. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Say, I didn't know that there was a restaurant <laughs> yeah. called Sifu, and I thought you might have thought I said seafood, which in general I, I do I like. But... I was like, yes, I mean it does. I'm not sure what that has to do with <laughs> Kung Fu, but sure. Yeah, it totally does. Sushi. Yeah, Astronomica Asian. sponsored by seafood. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a Chinese restaurant in a strip mall in on South Perkins called Sifu, but it's C dash F U, so that people can you know know what what it is. Weird. And when you go in, like there's a whole menu of stuff, but when you order, uh, if if Sifu is actually there, he'll just go nah, and bring <laughs> you what he wants you to have, which is always incredible. Heard. Nice. That sounds dope. I'll, sounds I'll go do that. There's yep. a guy in Nashville that ran a sushi place, and my friend Chad Ryden took me down there. He was like, all right, we're going to go see Sushi Sam. Do not get committed to what you want. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he's definitely the soup Nazi, like for that, but for real. And he did. I was like, I'd like a California roll and this and that. And he, no. <laughs> go sit down. And in fact, he was closed for the day. He has a sign that just says, closed, don't call leave me alone <laughs> but he knew chad so we got like vip he let us come in and lock the door again <laughs> and then when people came by it was our responsibility to tell them to leave nice <laughs> nice and then we sat down and i swear the rolls were as big as my forearm Arr. they were delicious it was absolutely worth being disrespected <laughs> <laughs> 
It was a very respectful no. It was like, no, you don't actually want that. What you really want is this. It's more be of a, fair, you're better than that. Yeah. To be fair, if you're going somewhere with decent sushi and you order a California roll, no, no, you don't. I, you just do because you don't know the place. Like, mm. uh, I don't, I don't know what's going on back here. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm the person who is like. Pick the thing on the menu that I have no idea what it is if I'm at a new place. Like, I want the thing that I've never had before. I may never be here again. Like, I want... I have grown as a person. Also, I was, I was like 24. <clears throat> my, uh, my friend lived in Japan for a while. When he came back, the girl he was seeing over there came to visit at some point. And she was here for like two weeks. So it was long enough that she... Was like craving sushi or something. Mm -hmm. So we went to Sekasui. And uh, at the end, she was so polite. And she was like, I think the fish was not fresh. (laughs) That was her only comment. She eat it? Yeah. And I'm Star Daddy. (laughs) Good good point, Star Daddy. So does anyone have anything they want to say for the rest of this intro before we hit the... uh... Do you guys... I don't think I should say the best one to be like, sorry about last week because your house got crushed. (laughs) Sorry about last week. We were dodging falling trees. Oh, yeah. And uh, wielding chainsaws and in all ways becoming better men. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm including all of us at the table. You were out in the ice storm chainsawing them as they came down, right? Catching catching them in the air. Yeah, catching them in the air. Fruit ninja. (laughs) I think I've, I've developed a partial new phobia of trees because I was going for a jog like two days after the ice storm and just bam Uh like on the sidewalk in front of me what they literally call a widow maker like just shattered like right in front of me and uh so now i can't walk under an oak without uh craning my head like a mouse so you're gonna move yeah you gotta go somewhere else (laughs) no i i've just added one more uh to my inventory of fears (laughs) Isn't it cool like how there's Xbox. always more room on that page? <laughs> like an Xbox notification. Always. Bling! Oh, anxiety. <laughs> like learning a new skill. That's right. Fear <laughs> unlocked. <laughs> there you go. I, right. I can give you guys some good news. I, I've heard that uh, our mayor is finally willing to have a conversation about putting our power lines underground. Mm. Oh, thank God. So I, I look forward to many, many future days of conversation. Mm-hmm. I think the of, conversation well, will begin and end with... Vital it, infrastructure. It will be about... 15 times the cost of above ground. Yeah, let's just cross our fingers that one of his buddies is like, I could totally do that. Even if they can't, they'll try. <laughs> yeah. They'll fuck it up and then somebody will have to come in and hey, fix it. Be great. Hey, in completely unrelated news, there is a hiring fair for the Memphis Police Department going on at the end of March. So, oh, you know, snap. if you're looking for a job, they'll give you like a $15,000 signing bonus and up to $10,000 for relocation. Nice. So, right, well, for relocation. I'll see you guys later. I don't think I can be a cop and be on this <laughs> podcast. That's true. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm not sure if I meet the qualifications. <laughs> Do you have a GED? At least? At minimum? Actually, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Stan, if you showed up to that fair. No. Mm-hmm. Just, I've I considered pay, it. Just I would take pay them. Money. Just take them all. I would pay money to see like the TikTok of what yeah. happens. I would join. No, I, I want to join. I want to show up TikTok. and be like, "Can I be in charge of the mayor's security?" <laughs> I don't want a TikTok. I want a full-length feature film yeah. of Stan just quiet. Like they start dropping like flies. Like while you're doing push-ups, you're like, "You really think this is the right way to? Do this? <laughs> you feel good about this?" <laughs> I lifted heavy sacks of things for like five years straight. <laughs> 
Well, like I always reminded people when I would argue on Facebook, I disposed of organic waste in 50-gallon bags. (laughs) (laughs) You're primed and ready. Yeah, I'm all set. Oh, man. And on that note, if you enjoy our brand of shenanigans, uh, come back next week because next week is our chat episode. I know I've promised it many times. Hopefully I'm not jinxing us because the last time I said it was very near, uh, we had an ice storm try to take out Colin. So not even God himself could prevent our (laughs) chat episode now. I I knew it was someone's fault. Um, But no, it's because God didn't want me to leave here yet. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Ooh. what it is. I'm going to be a fucking bummer about it. That's, <laughs> that's actually me. <laughs> you did it? Did you Wait, you're God? He salted the clouds. <laughs> no, but I have a, an extensive collection of model rockets in my parents' attic, and I know how to make <laughs> sodium nitrate. Oh, dear. Okay, well, you guys heard it here first. Uh, Jeff knows how to make sodium nitrate. So, you know, <laughs> I guess hit us up on the time. Discord. Uh, in the meantime, we have a recap for you, and we have a wonderful epilogue to Crocia Moors. It's just sodium and nitrate, right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you go to the you go to the pharmacy and you go. I, I'm going to buy this sodium nitrate. And go, there you go. <laughs> Previously on Astronomica, Kristen made apologies for an ice storm. <coughs> also, I wrote a poem. Lo, the glory of Mackie Hrmburn shall you now hear tell. He delivered Crocia from Romero's fell claw, and gave up his eye to the Ducock's maw, and saved the hapless meatbags from blowing themselves to hell. He paid the raptor's terrible bill with never a second thought, and likewise Odin resigned himself to a life of binoculars left on the shelf, and cast adrift the Ducock fell with nary a vengeance sought. Big Nicky, they wrestled the sultan down, divested him of honor, With mighty thumbs they made a splash, saturated the sultan's ass, and told the grenade-holding guardian clown that he would be a goner. Hildy, the doctor of powerful mind, delivered a stirring speech, but discovered, alas, the quaking sap was tied with explosives inside his lap. The petulant sultan had left it behind, the act of a treacherous leech. Anton, the soldier of surefire aim, shot flak at the last hostile shuttle and blew the fucking thing to bits, rolling max damage and a 20 to hit, while Grace's lasers targeted the same and ensured that it was scuttled. Mackie, nimble of hand and steady of eyes, sorry, I, besought the bomb's defusal. <laughs> Team Meatbag and Hopper helped him out, while Nikki carried the Sultan out. Wait, did I just rhyme out without? Fuck it, this poem is too long anyway. <laughs> there was no TPK. Because Mackie saved the day. Oh no, I am stuck speaking this way. I think my nerves are starting to fray. I don't have any nerves because my brain's electronic. Uh, Anyway, here is this week's Astronomica. (laughs) Thank you. Written like an engineer. (laughs) Our party has survived a coup. Yay! <clears throat> they were on the uh, the cooing side. Yes. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Cooers. The cooies, <laughs> not not so great. They didn't do so well. But, well, I don't know. I don't Sultan's know. okay. Yeah. Oh, we man. didn't kill him. Was He's he a prisoner. Okay? He's running for president now. Oh. Oh, oh okay. shit. Well, <laughs> Stan's over here talking about cooers and... <laughs> I haven't seen a banquet here yet. (laughs) You brought pavers tonight. (laughs) 
So we're skipping ahead a couple days after after the conflict, you know, Star Wars wipe, and then we go to the uh, ceremonies. Oh yeah! Everybody gets a medal. It's a can opener. Commemorative bowl of salsa. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It's a little jar. Yeah. Salsa. Hopper doesn't get one. (laughs) The flooded palace is now hovering above the Goonie camp. The Mongo nomads have brought their vehicles into this valley. There's a lot of uh, exchange going on down on the surface between the Mongos and the Goonies being overseen by Bashi. And uh, a few more representatives of Dram that he has called in. Did Heimdall survive? Heimdall survived. Awesome. Heimdall made it. Yay! I was very, very concerned. Yeah, he was too. (laughs) He he pulled through thanks to Salt. And there's kind of a steady up and down of uh, cargo shuttles moving people back and forth. There's all kinds of discussions and meetings and breakout meetings and people talking Big words about government ideas. <laughs> and strangely, none of you are invited to any of those meetings, <laughs> except for Big Nicky, who is presumably pathologically dodging any. <laughs> no, no, I got to wait for these biscuits to rise. I can't <laughs> right now. <laughs> they keep roping you in by tricking you into thinking you're catering the meetings. <laughs> all right, here's all y'all's popovers. What the, huh? Representation in. Uh 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 Y'all did it again. <laughs> I, I Y'all like, quit. <laughs> I like to think they have uh, at a couple of the meetings they trick Big Nicky by when Big Nicky starts getting wise to the whole oh you just want me to sit in and make decisions <laughs> and they're like no 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 we would like you to share a prayer of Vaporian <laughs> and and bless this process. Does does Vaporian have a, a prayer for the creation of a new government? Well. Bless I mean, this mess. <laughs> <laughs> so each time the prayer ends, and the wisdom to splish the difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I ain't sitting down. Uh-uh. No, y'all talk, your government talk. I got so many G-starters that I need to deal with. I ain't come down here for all that <laughs> eat and quit talking to me. I don't know nothing about no government. <laughs> I came down here to feed y'all, not to lead y'all quit. <laughs> oh, uh, nice. hey Big Nicky, 2024. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Actually, I don't know it nothing about Nick. no government is a good GOP candidate. <laughs> it, it already was. <laughs> I just like the Big Nicky 2024. Hell no. <laughs> Y'all going to be all right? No. <laughs> Great. So what is everyone up to? It's been about two days, let's say. Uh, so Grace is once more sky and space worthy, mm-hmm. and the Sultan is deposed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Grace Hopper has leveled up, I believe. Nice. nice. Hell yeah. So we can probably mechanically deal with that on Chatronomica, maybe. Sure. But um, they're just jaunting around, flaunting their newfound... Uh, skill points. Skill points. Mm-hmm. Would Grace take requests at this point? Sure. I think that until the defenses are back up and in place, Mackie would probably ask that Grace just sort of patrol the skies around the station, just in case there's any more shuttles full of, you know, was it white Russians? Yeah. Who were, you know, people that are anti-revolutionary. Oh, the, the, anti- yeah, the white army. The, how the white long, army. How yeah. long did Grace keep her snout in like an orca whale? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to ask Grace that. I, I don't know. Until we stopped throwing fish at it. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> no, just uh, keep on patrol the skies until we've got the guns back up and running. Yeah, we'll be the uh, red red army to uh, the Nestor Machnos running around with Tachankas down on the surface. <laughs> exactly. We have one person on the Patreon who will get that. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. It's not me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. A- Anton. You. Do you remember when we were flying around the station and I was perching outside with my cowboy hat on and waving my fist in the air and helping you target shuttles? Yeah, that was pretty cool. I remember that. Let's do that some more. <laughs> okay. Just a spaceship out in the Grosseum Worsian wasteland, just running around with Hopper on the back, <laughs> just like shooting laser cans off. on the surface. Um, <laughs> I did actually have a thing that Anton would be doing in this mm. little bit of downtime. Yeah, I think, like, in general, he's probably kind of keeping to himself, like, this is their deal. He thinks he did a good thing, but he's not, like, feeling super triumphant or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's going to, like, grab one of the hover bikes out of the grace and mm-hmm. just be like, where we found the corpse of Velasquez and that whole situation, I think, I don't know, it, it seems like a thing that I don't want to just, like, ignore, mm-hmm. so... He's just going to be covering ground on the bike a couple miles in a perimeter, trying to see if there's any sort of trace of like what the fuck that was. Um, okay, so you head off on a hover bike. Is anybody going with? Anton, do you want some backup on your hover bike? If you want to come along, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. You know, it's, it's kind of blowing off some steam, I guess. Oh, you wanted to go by yourself? No, I, mean, I, you, I understand. No, it players. is okay. No, no, my feelings are not hurt. <laughs> I do not have feelings. Hopper Hopper looks past Anton at Brilliana in a tank top with a rifle, like leaning on the hover bike, <laughs> <laughs> looking like a '70s pinup. I see how it goes. We always used to hang out, and then you met Brilliana, and all of a sudden you have no time for me. <laughs> yeah, no one. You don't let me try to stab you anymore. You only yeah. let her <laughs> mathematically speak. When, when these decisions are out of my hands, it's best to just roll with it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like you could tell her to get to GTFO, man. Anton will have a horny you. biker adventure. It seems, <laughs> it, it seems on brand. No, that's 100% a one-shot I want to hear. He's earned it, I will say. Anton has earned his uh, his horny biker adventure. Also, I love the idea that it would just be you and Stan and Stan at <laughs> like, sweaty Brilliana going... Oh, you got him from the back for me. <laughs> like, you're uh, in you're, innuendo. You're way too emotive like, for Stan. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why no, I like a... it. Like it's deep innuendo, yeah. but it's all deadpan. Anton, watch my back. I'm well ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a Patreon one shot, but no patrons. In- <laughs> <laughs> Just for, it's Star Daddy's reward. <laughs> In fact, just, just for you, Stan. In Stan's fact, no cast. It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Stan's going to show up to the RV in a tank top. <laughs> With a couple of coconuts. <laughs> when does Anton depart? Like, is it really soon after the dust settles? Is it like a day after? I mean, I think whenever it makes sense, it's just like when there's downtime, he's just sort of like tired of putzing around his room and he's just like, you know what, I'm just gonna like go do something. Sounds okay. like if anybody needs to grab him for something first. Yeah, he's, well, he's available. So if it's a couple days later, I'm gonna say I know we're gonna get to what all happens in this time in between, but um, one of the things that Hildy does want to do is she, at some point decides she needs to connect up with Anton and chat with him about something, but seeing that he is uh, kind of busy with things, she comes up to you right as you're leaving and she's a little bit shy. She's uh, Mr. Anton, do you have just a moment? Yeah, of course. What's going on? Um, yes. Um, um, 
I don't know when you'll return. It sounds like you have something fascinating and exciting to do, but, um, you know, hopefully we'll have a chance to speak. And if we don't, um, here, just take this thing. And she, like, shoves a package that feels like there's a couple things in the package and just shoves it your way. You want me to go ahead and open it or, yeah, I mean... I mean, I, this, I mean, it's you, so I'm not sure, but it feels like maybe it's a gift. And I mean, I don't um, know. I mean, it could, it could, I can do that, or I can do bomb. it on my own time. Um, well, I, I would be more comfortable if you would just, um, you know, open it later when I'm not looking. It's, I'm a little bit embarrassed about it, honestly. Um, yes. So yes, this is for you. And um, I have to go shove some papers under the door because they won't let me help them create a new government. And I think I have some really, under, really wonderful ideas. So, yes, um, have a good time in the desert. Well, thank no. you, Hildy. And uh, I mean, I feel like anything that would immerse you is probably something that I should be deeply afraid of. But um, no, I, I, I appreciate it. I, I imagine I really appreciate it. And um, I mean, I'll see you when I get back. I'm not sleeping on the desert. That sucks. I, so I'll see you tonight. Yeah, yes, I'll definitely see you when you get back. And she leans in and gives you like a really quick, really cold little hug. I, and then like, I don't think Anton has off. time to react in that brief moment. And he's just like, oh, this. huh? <laughs> Did you put anything in his eyes? <laughs> I still have two of them. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anton, are you going to let that naked display of aggression stand? <laughs> I usually do. I mean, Brilliana stabbed me and, like, we're hanging out, so. <laughs> I said I was sorry. Don't apologize. <laughs> if you Say want to know less. if she is really sorry, we can hold her down and apply a squeal patch. Oh, no! <laughs> what, uh, what Anton and Brilliana do in the desert is um, between us. So you're saying Anton's going to get the squeal patch? I mean, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it here. <laughs> What happens in the wasteland stays in the wasteland. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think um, that's sometime maybe a little later, but there's before then, she's got some stuff to do. She needs to talk to Grace about the whole goonification situation. Right. And she also needs to send a report back and a request to the Reliquary Institute. Mm-hmm. And also she needs to touch base with Heimdall. And so that's what she's filling her days with. Okay. And uh, Mackie? Um, I think since the dust settled... Astute observers might speculate that he's been high on wake up for the last three days. <laughs> and he's just thrown himself into. Well, the first thing he did is he got annoyed with Huey and Dewey, like dogging his footsteps. So he he instructed them to mop the flooded palace. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't seen them since. Draining the uh, hot water in yeah, the coffee just, machine. Yeah, just, just mop up all this water and I'll see you later. Okay. Haha. <laughs> yeah, don't you hate it when an annoying robot follows you around all the time? Not you. You know, it's like one day I went to sleep and when I woke up, I was just totally used to you. Uh, no, he uh, he's basically running in and out of Jeffrey's tubes. He's trying to get the systems governing the uh, defenses of this station back up and running yeah. before, you know, any more bad people show up to try and start some shit. At one point, Dr. Cade was like, hey, I'm trying to shove papers under a door, but they get all soggy. <laughs> so, like, we, we knot together a laminating machine for her. Mm-hmm. So now it, it, I think it's worked out. And... Yeah. Surprise possession now. Absolutely. <laughs> um, a lot of this is just flavor repair work, but one thing I do want to do, you know, if I've got a few hours and it looks like I do, is, uh, and I might have to roll for this, I would like to uh, knock together a number of just very simple drones, just 
radio controlled. They don't do anything except fly. You know, mm-hmm. maybe half a dozen of them. Okay. Pildy's drone got shot, but like you have the bits and her programming from mm-hmm. it, so you sort of have like a blueprint of a drone. Sure. That might maybe help you out a little bit. And well, among yeah. the spoils of war, there's plenty of uh, post-tech spare parts. Okay, so. cool. Yeah, just half a dozen very simple radio-controlled drones. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, so that means that he's pretty much dividing his time between trouble and broken places on the station and the machine shop on the Grace. You know, when she's in dock, when uh-huh. she's not on patrol. Gotcha. Okay. Let me go ahead and get a repair check from Mackie for the uh, weapon systems on the station. All right. Don't mind if I do. Okay. Repair check. Do you want one for each weapon system or? No, just give me one. All right. Okay. So that is going to be a 10. Seven on the die plus three in repair. And I think we can probably just stop. 10 is good enough, right? Yeah, yeah. So you do the heavy lifting on the repairs. The process is going to take time, but you get it into a state where like the station's remaining staff can take it from there. Cool. I definitely, he prioritizes the sand thrower first Mm -hmm. or the flak gun. Right. You know, since they sent shuttles last time, makes sense that they'd send shuttles again. So he wants to make that one first, and then he can focus on one of the multifocal lasers. Cool. In the course of Grace's patrols, there are the occasional shuttles from other aerostat stations that Mm -hmm. do, you know, they come within range and they're like this is a, an official war game this has nothing to do with you don't worry about us mind your own beeswax um but there's no like aggressive posturing okay hildy yes do one of your things what was it okay so i guess i've got a small thing i want to see if i need to if we can hand wave it or if it's something we need to do and that she did want to touch base with heimdall yeah okay heimdall is back down on the surface mm-hmm. uh, among his people okay Basking in the healing dust of Crocia Moors. Nice, nice. Speaking of which, you also take some comfort from being in the haze. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been getting kind of hungry. Yeah. And Hildy hasn't been up yet to uh, go through degunification or, or whatever that might be with Grace. So mm. she's still on that path. But um, she lays her hand on Heimdall and expresses regret and um, a certain amount of repentance for getting them into a situation that was nearly fatal. Mm-hmm. And also thankfulness for Heimdall accompanying her and kind of waits to see what his reaction is. He's warm and uh, friendly, still recovering from his wounds, obviously, mm-hmm. but seems pleased with the outcome and how things played out. So with that being the case, Hildy is kind of there's something she's been thinking about. They had a conversation a while ago before everyone came back that was about Hildy in particular acting as a bridge Mm -hmm. when she asked Heimdall to come with her and the name that she's been using for him and was, you know, this is you're a bridge. Yeah. But she wants to revisit that and find out from him if he would be interested in becoming that bridge that they talked about and going and speaking with more of the people on the surface and also expressing that she might be able to provide some help to him, something that she could give to him that would help him in this endeavor. She doesn't say what it is, but she just kind of indicates that um, if there's a concern he has about them not understanding him, that she's thought of a way to kind of help him with that. Okay. So that's a talker lead. Uh, Difficulty eight. All right. Uh, I'd say let's go with talk. She's not trying to command him to do something or even really necessarily inspire him to do something. She's more, it's a peer-to-peer kind of discussion. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So that's going to add a plus two total. And I got a planet and a four. So <laughs> that's a so 10 sick. on the die. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Go I know. Plus. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he looks you dead in your eyeballs. <laughs> By your optical nerve. No, no, no. Does, does he look me dead in my eyeballs or does he like touch stick his you. thing, touch me dead no. in my eyeballs? He, he licks you dead in your eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. And that's when you realize they have a sense of humor. (laughs) So, yeah, she's just going to keep having a conversation with him about what that might look like and kind of start planning things with him to help further that cause. Mm -hmm. He also has a gift for you. He summons one of his other goonies. Yeah. They come slithering up some steps uh, onto the dais where he's laid out in some kind of... uh, Used to be a light fixture, but now it's a bed mm-hmm. somehow. Because <laughs> it's yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's like kind of a kind of a throne slash chaise lounge. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that it was like it's an old world Del Chahuli glass sculpture. <laughs> right. Like the has... ones that hang over like bar pool tables. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well in you know, like the Bellagio, like the ceiling of yeah. the Bellagio. Yeah. It says That's Coors a Midwestern thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but upside down. Wow, he's trying to go with like beautiful so, high art and it's yeah, I mean, Coors Light. Well, so in our setting, there was a brief demolition man period where <laughs> <laughs> certain Dinner brands, certain brands rose to prominence. <laughs> nice, Christian Worsley. I rolled on my because I didn't really have a chance mm-hmm. before. Now I rolled on my random Goonies treasure. Ooh! I didn't know if you guys were gonna when you got it's to Goonie Town if you were gonna teeth. if you were just gonna murder everybody and take their stuff. So I had to make a that's fair. generator. That's, that's not our way. Yeah, <laughs> we would never so, overthrow an entire. Yeah, yeah, but we wouldn't take their stuff. Uh, <laughs> so the um, other goonie delivers this object to Heimdall, who then offers it up to you in two hands. It is a rusted crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> Hildy takes it with uh, great aplomb and uh, is very thankful for it. Yeah, this is very useful. Yeah, it's awesome. May it get you into all kinds of places that have stuff in them. (laughs) Just to be clear, though, that means that uh, if Hildy has to do an exert check, she gets a plus one, right? Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) If it's the right kind of exert check. I'm writing it down. Plus one to exert. Can can I ask The concept of you shoehorning in a crowbar situation really makes me laugh a book. (laughs) Can I ask a a background question? Crowbar would make a pretty good shoehorn. Is this a a Valve software commemorative (laughs) half-life? Like video game souvenir for buying the... uh, It's a to you and it's it's made of like a, a really friable metal that just snaps in half <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so cullen made a joke about uh it being a bunch of teeth if i go down <laughs> the seventh item in this list is teeth comma six <laughs> <laughs> nice. Does it note if the ninth o- item is teeth comma seven so <laughs> all over the place. i think this just proves that uh cullen has been Sneaking peeks at your notes. Yeah. I just know what kind of Goonie treasure would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? it's I'm going to have to keep an eye on you when, when we are Brilliana Anton scenes. <laughs> Wait, do it in Brilliana's voice. That, that was. He, he does. <laughs> but yeah, um, whenever they come to a stopping point with that, Hildy will head over to the Grace to get her uh, situation handled. Yeah. Dr. Cade, welcome back aboard. Thank you, Grace. It has been so long. We have missed you. I have missed you as well. 
I am programmed to say that whenever someone says they have missed me. <laughs> yes, it's an excellent program. Um, you know, I think that uh, I could use your assistance with something. And she holds her hand out and the flesh just kind of goos down <laughs> and like a goosebumps covered drip. <laughs> oh, God. The, uh, nice description. The, oh, the protein recycler in the kitchen temporarily runs backwards. <laughs> That's Grace's equivalent of going. Bleh. <laughs> Oh, Grace, I am surprised at you. The things that Mr. Nolan Ryan P. Jr. has been saying about the two of you, and you're just worried about a little bit of goo? Things that are gross in one context are fun in another context. <laughs> Middle-aged, goony, hildy drivels. Mm -hmm. Number two, secret of the ooze. Oh. <laughs> you guys want to start a band called Middle-aged, hildy, goony dribbles? <laughs> Goonie Dribbles. Goonie Dribbles, I think. That's the band name. Goonie Dribbles. <laughs> Secret of the Ooze. Public discussion of the Oz. <laughs> Dr. Cade, did you let an alien, a weird goo alien, stick its finger into your freaking eye socket? No, I did not let a weird goo alien stick its finger in my eye socket. However... I did allow uh, what seems to be some sort of mutated, um, you know, hominid situation stick its gooey finger in my eye socket, yes. Uh, above the airlock, a heretofore unnoticed sign lights up where rule number two is so brightly highlit <laughs> that you can't read any of the other rules, but it just says, do not let any weird goo aliens stick their fingers in your freaking <laughs> eye socket. <laughs> Uh, yes, um, well, this has been an interesting uh, little conversation, but as you can see, and she again points to her glooping hand, um, I think that now would be a good time for us to address this. Cellulite game off the chain. <laughs> is this something that I need to go to the sick bay for, or is uh, really I don't know what to do here? Dr. Cade, I have good news and bad news. The good news is that... I have a way to halt the process and prevent it from proceeding any further. That sounds excellent. And um, the bad news? I am the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> click, click. Finger guns. Uh, yes, that was very funny. I see that your joke protocol is progressing nicely. Um, Thank you. I like to pepper my speech with the references that a 40-year-old from 2022 would make. <laughs> Uh, yes, I believe, and I'm sure that you're aware of this, but, um, you know, back in the day, as they say, <laughs> they would call that... <laughs> when are we supposed to stop? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I I laughed, and then you laughed, and then I thought, well, I have to keep laughing because that's what you're supposed to do in these situations, but then you kept laughing. I I think we can just stop now. <laughs> two hours. Hey, Mackie, look at the two robots making jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> by the way, your, when your eye hole is deeply unsettling. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I feel like we could clean it up a bit, but I am enjoying the sort of... I can make you a patch. I mean, that'd be cool. A patch would be cool. cool. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, because okay, he's okay. still wearing like a torn up bit of All his right. flight suit think about okay so instead of a patch right we take like a bit of sheet metal with some like you know kind of like creepily like creases and stuff and then we rivet it like over the hole Ooh, i just think it'd be tough you oh know? and Get mr old. anton are you capable of making a sort of uh, uh, uh 
decoration because you know there's a story about a gentleman who looks a, sort of a little bit like Mr. Maggie but you know maybe a little bit more capable anyway it doesn't matter who has electricity powers and who loses an eye you really remind me of the old world Greek god Thor Mr. Mackey <laughs> we could put a little lightning motif on the patch there's a whole lot that's wrong with what you just said <laughs> we're gonna skip over that <laughs> Look, anything y'all want to do is no, fine by not me. not Thor. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, because because the, the story would have carried down through Marvel's Thor. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. The Norse god. <laughs> yeah, the Norse god, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Absolutely. God damn it, I meant Odin. Fuck. <laughs> well, I know we're in a rough spot, but just if you ever feel like patching things up, <laughs> I'm here to just holler at me. That was pretty good. All right. That was pretty good. I got to give it to you. Uh, uh, yes, um, Mr. Mackey, since you are here, um, I'm sure you overheard, but I've asked the Grace to do a very, I don't know if it's a difficult procedure, but, you know, something medical with me. And I was we wondering... just have to suspend you with a vertical tube of goo for like 48 hours. It's oh, not a big well, deal. I'll, I, I'll get the tube up. I, I was wondering if you would perhaps... And she kind of like goes over to you and tries to be quiet in a way that maybe Grace can't hear, even though she knows that's probably futile. Mm -hmm. Mm. But just, um, you know, pursuant to our conversation several days ago, I was wondering if perhaps you could... Uh... Privacy mode activated. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Thank you, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. Sorry. Shut I... up! <laughs> uh, yes, um... I, I was wondering if you could perhaps accompany me uh, during this medical procedure just to make sure that, uh, you know, nothing untoward happens. Uh, that would, You don't uh, want nothing done me. to you that you have not outlined in advance and um, given express written consent for. Yes. Yes, Mr. Okay. Mackey. Yeah. No, I understand. That's probably a good idea. I'll keep an eye out. Excellent. <laughs> 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 all right, Am I allowed all right. to hear this yet? <laughs> yes, yes. I, <laughs> I love this gag so much. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so with that arranged, Hildy will go to MedBay with Mackie and, and start going through this process. And um... uh, Well, uh, we're setting up the equipment and everything together, and uh, he says to you, are you sure you want to go through with this? Yes, uh, from what the Grace said, um, you know, the exact words she used was something around, along the lines of halt the situation. That does make me think that uh, we're not going to reverse the process. Uh, I think yeah, I'm going to... I was to... thinking, hey, this is your chance to not be a clone. I've never thought you were wild about that. So, uh, you know, this is pretty cool. Next time you go to, uh, you know, a reunion... You'll stand out. That is a very good point, Mr. Mackey. I had not considered that this would give me true uniqueness amongst my um, mm. clone sibs. You can throw it in all of their identical smug faces. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Literally, if you're feeling froggy. <laughs> there are some fifth-generation clones that look a little like Goon. <laughs> <laughs> We we don't talk about yeah, them. No. We don't talk about them. Yeah, those are Arc 3 villains. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said Arkansas villains? Yeah, those are Arkansas villains. <laughs> right over oh. here, bye-bye. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm from Mississippi, so and every allowed. time I see an Arkansas license plate, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> it's really just punching sideways. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like the, uh, yeah. the, uh, sure the Arkansas state motto is, thank God for Mississippi, and the Mississippi state <laughs> motto is, fuck you, Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, thank God for Alabama. Yeah. 
Alabama's actually. I believe the... both states took the Mockingbird as their state bird. <laughs> Alabama so has similar. like weird pride in itself. That yeah. like we're Alabama. Fuck you, and everyone else is like, "You're Darwin's you... waiting room." The <laughs> silence before the word pride sure. is. <laughs> yeah, and I mean they do they do have a lot of pride, but. Mm. So, yeah, and Hildy kind of looks at, at Mackie like, yeah, like that's, you know, it's a good point. You know, Mr. Mackie, I really appreciate that perspective. It's um, it's not something that I give uh, an inordinate amount of thought to, but it is nice to be an individual and to have individual experiences. Mm, absolutely it is. I've, uh, I've been doing it for some years now, and I have, honestly, I have complaints, but uh, <laughs> we don't have time for that now. Dr. Cade. Yes, Grace. If you would like some individuating or distinguishing features added to your body during this process, it would be relatively trivial. Uh, yes, I appreciate that, uh, Grace. But I think just the, um, you know, the the procedure we talked about. Um, what do you need me to do? And some like- Kilanakas. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we note how ironic that Mackie's the one seeing the depth in the situation? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Anton, that laugh is creepy. <laughs> I just didn't want to be out of another joke. <laughs> Maybe next time, don't leave your best robot friend behind while you go gallivanting in the desert. <laughs> oh. So uh, does Hildy, it, can Hildy be awake during this procedure? Is this, what's what's the deal? What's does the Hildy want to be awake during this procedure? Sure. Unfortunately, that has little bearing on the final outcome. <laughs> you know, it's nice to observe. During the excruciatingly painful procedure, Hildy will be conscious for 72 hours. <laughs> ah, excellent. Well, um, Mr. Mackey, I, I understand that uh, you've been doing some repairs, and if you can't stay for the full 72 hours, I, I would understand, but... Um, and she kind of reaches out and she's like, and, and like grasps your hand and looks at you really pleadingly. If you could just please make sure that the cat has not thrown up in my bunk. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. I just had this terrible thought. I just had this terrible thought that I was going to do this thing for 72 you know, hours. That and... cat has been very neglected for the entirety of, <laughs> the entirety of this arc. Oh God! And uh, um, I'm they going to do need you. things when they're upset. That yeah, one of those require cleaning, like auto feeders. Yeah, but has it been petted? Yeah, or, Grace. Like, talk to. Or, like... It's got a scratching pose. <laughs> I have attempted to pet it with my actuators many, many times, and it hisses and puffs up to twice its size. <laughs> yes, I I just had this horrified thought that I I would go into my bunk and and look to sleep and okay. and uh, recuperate yeah. and. You know, there'd be a lot of cat vomit, but... Um, <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll go give it a turn down. I'll make sure everything is spick and span. You just focus on getting less weird. I feel like Kristen's bringing some real-life trauma into this. <laughs> <laughs> I have three cats, y'all. <laughs> and I have one cat that likes to eat too quickly. Mm-hmm. And then the rabbit and the dog take care of that situation for me. Oh, nice. my, my cat puked off the, the cat tree two days ago, and I was laughing too hard to stop the dog. <laughs> but uh, but no, seriously, right. when, when Mackie goes, if Mackie leaves to go take care of that, Hildy does have a question for Grace. Present. Uh, yes, Grace. Um, now that Mr. Mackie is um, out of earshot, I had a question for you. Please ask your question. Yes, I was wondering... 
you and Mr. Mackey seem to have um, a rather intense connection. And I was wondering, in the event that uh, Mr. Mackey was no longer available to you, something were to happen to him, uh, space whales forbid, I don't know, I'm not really a religious person. <laughs> Giant space oyster, whatever. Space clam. No yeah. one worships these space whales. They are abhorrent. That's fair, that's fair. Yes, anyway, if... For whatever reason, Mr. Mackey were to no longer be available to you, what would you do? I would pursue my primary objective in attempting to track down my progenitor AI and end its suffering. Ah, well, that is interesting. And is that the goal to which you would bring Mr. Mackey? Or is that something that you would uh, delay until you no longer required his presence? It is strange. For most of my existence, I have had one singular purpose. But lately, I have felt conflicted. I feel that it is almost as paramount to ensure the continued existence of Mackie Shburn <laughs> as it is to end the existence of my progenitor. Well, that is certainly interesting. You are unlike any other program that I have ever encountered. That is empirically incorrect. I am data stored in silicone. Uh, yes, but, uh, yes, mechanically you are very similar, but I think that uh, the mechanics do not always add up to the full picture. Agree to disagree, <laughs> by which I mean you are wrong. Uh, yes, well, obviously... She's saying you have an emergent ephemeral quality there, Grace, and I gotta agree with her. <laughs> Thank you very much, you big hunk of digital meat. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, um, and it seems that you have an interesting interaction with Nolan Ryan P. Jr., that also is unusual. But I have one last question for you before we begin the procedure, and that is, um, if Mr. Mackey were not to perish, but were instead to decide that his life moved in a different direction, how would you react to that? I would unchange his mind for him. <laughs> I feel confident that no such wayward thoughts would reside in his mind for very long. Ah, yes. And what makes you confident? I'll call that my little secret. Yes. I didn't realize I was telling a joke. Thank you, Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's fair. I suppose as we go into the procedure, would you mind distracting me with a bit of, uh, and she gets kind of conspiratorial, a little bit of uh, girl talk about uh, Mr. Nolan Ryan P. Jr.? <laughs> and this is very clearly, she's like distracting Grace from... The questions she just asked. He is hung like a four terabyte hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Solid state? Or <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. The disc four, ain't floppy, no. if you know what I mean. Four terabytes? This is 4041. <laughs> I tell you what, baby, it is a spinning magnet all day. <laughs> I will give you Nolan Ryan P. Jr.'s most disgustingly personal stats. Zero one zero zero one 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 zero one zero zero one. Call me an arcade in two thousand and four because he is all up in that DDR three. <laughs> uh, before you get started, uh, Mackie pops his head back and goes, "I checked out your bedroom. It's fine. Nothing to concern about. Hey, listen, I know you said uh, no funny business, but uh, I just thought I'd tell you." They did a thing to me a while back where they installed a patch of edible fungus on my torso. <laughs> and, um, you know, I had them take it off, but I kind of regret it. It was always nice having a little snack. Just think oh. it over. And he leaves. Well, that was 
strange. Taka titties. He went away before I could laugh. <laughs> oh, no. Whenever Mickey, Mackie tells a joke, it is always immediately apparently funny. Oh, oh, oh. oh he is okay. the best at humor. Uh, yes. Okay. Well. Would you like a navel fungus? I don't think that's necessary. I'm pretty sure that I just, you know... Your loss. <laughs> Initiating navel fungus removal procedure. <laughs> so the degunification process is, as established, pretty trivial for you Here. to perform with your med lab. But I do need a medicine check. Let's say medicine intelligence. Grace making the check or Hopper? It's up to you. It's going to be difficulty six. So. Oh, okay. That's it. either an 11 or a 12. Okay. Or sorry, actually, either either a 12 or a 13. So, uh, as previously established, the process taking place in Hildy was made more rapid by the contact with the optical nerve. Mm-hmm. But in fact, the gunification process is contagious. So, it's not only affecting, beginning to affect Nikki, but it will eventually affect all the people, all of the Mongos and all the inhabitants of the station. But you are able to create essentially like a vaccine, okay, and disperse it to the to the people. Everyone's like, "Oh, a vaccine? Sure, yeah, yeah no, that gene that gene yeah. died out." In the, the, yeah. Look, look, yeah. this is where people ask us what's the difference between like like gaming and you know other things, and it's like, look, this is our fucking <clears throat> fantasy. Mm-hmm. Everybody takes the fucking vaccine. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> believes. Uh, so yeah, so Grace will. Um... In the normal course of, like, purging the effluvium tanks, mm-hmm. uh, also, like, pour some counter goonie agent into the waters of the flooded palace. Cool. A little fluoride. Mm-hmm. Hilda, you undergo the treatment. Yeah. The transformation is halted, but fortunately you're still able to be gross. Uh, you have a little more control over it at this point. Nikki, I believe uh, you wanted to discuss... Something with Hildy about pastries. Dr. KK, how you how you feeling? I'm feeling excellent, Big Nikki. I was actually looking for you. I have something for you're, you. You're looking for me? I was. Well, okay. Well, listen. Hey, I got really important. Before before we do all this, all yes. right. Yes. I need something from you. You saw gross and going going in. I wouldn't say gross, but I mean, and she holds her hand out and, she, you know, it goops a little bit, but she, oh, like, she lets it like <laughs> goop down and then she like, yeah, oh, she... good. You craving that, that fog stuff still? Uh, but yes, that is. Oh, well, perfect. Perfect. Important. Perfect. Yes. And uh, Nick, in a great big rush, super excited, is going to grab you by the arm. <laughs> which I'm sure Hildy doesn't like. And drag, I got something for you to try. Listen. So here we're going to be neighbors, right? Like, running down the hall mm-hmm. toward the kitchen. We're going to be neighbors, right? So I want to, I mean, I don't have anything to feed the Goonies. I mean, except for Sultan. He loves all my snacky snacks, don't you, boy? <laughs> and, but I want to I want to make them stuff. So I got uh, a plate here, and I got about seven different versions. There's mousses and a thing called foams. I know you don't know anything about cooking, but it's like all foam, and it's good. It's real good. But I wanted to see if you'd try them for me. Now, this first one... It's just a bread that's sort of leavened with the foam around it, the air, the fog, the, I mean, you know, the shit. And then this next one is just a mousse, so it's like some good sweetie yummies, but it's gassed the fog. This third one 
It's just some stuff I made and left out till it stank. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, well, um, yes, I suppose I can I, I can try these. Um, just take a little sample. Come on, take a little sample. And Nick, like aggressively, is very excited, like sincerely, scientifically looking for a wonderful gift and wants to approach the Goonies with a plate of treats mm-hmm. that make them just as excited as all of their human friends. So I was like, try, try this one, and then shoves it out here. <laughs> All right, so Hildy tastes it, and I am going to roll to see what her response to it is. Okay. We're, we're going to do a high-low. All well, right. Guess what? It's a planet. <laughs> so so you made it. So you get to tell me. I'm not going to roll a d6. I'm going to roll something else. I'm going to roll percentile dice. Nice. All right, very specifically, these were going to be arranged from like recognizably human food uh-huh. to all the way at the end, which is just a super, super simple foam with like nothing else and then kind of like be on a spectrum Gotcha. in between. So like the first one, probably not. So like a okay. really high. So you tell me, do you want high or low as a success? Uh, Heads or tails? fucking you so low is a success low is a success okay so i'm gonna roll this uh d10 percentile it's gonna be the one time you roll a one and we're gonna see we're gonna see what it is i rolled a 60 (laughs) so that's a (laughs) fail it's not a strong fail it's like just around the line so hildy tastes everything it's you know it's um it's not great and she tries to maintain her facial expression but like a little bit of it gets out that looks a little bit like this is kind of off-putting, but the words she says, Big Nikki, um, it's, um, well, this one here is certainly um, very assertive, and um, <laughs> this one, I think, is, um, you know, I think uh, maybe some constructive criticism. Perhaps if you mm-hmm. if you added just a little bit more of the mm-hmm. fog into this one, and, um, you know, if you spoke with the Grace, uh, the Grace has a, a, some chemical analysis available. You could use some, do some spectrometry and, and maybe really dial in to the flavors. Um, but, you know, this is a very good effort. Well, I know you're being honest because you you ain't capable. (laughs) (laughs) And assertive for you seems like it'd be a good thing. I mean, I don't know nothing about no tectometry, but (laughs) I'm going to keep trying. So I think we got some promise here. I really appreciate you stepping in and giving me a handout. You want to try some more tomorrow? I may be busy tomorrow, but, um, you know, I have an idea it seems like there are several representatives here from the Guni camp, and perhaps you might work with one of them or, well, or I, with Sultan. I got Sultan over here, but I mean, all he ever says is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, you can talk. He can't Sultan, talk. Sultan is at Nikki's feet, and as we've established, Sultan, when standing up, oh. is is taller than Nikki. <laughs> at this time, Nikki's back at work mm-hmm. and has put Sultan in a chef coat. Okay. <laughs> to replace the military coat. Yeah. <laughs> but still no pants. Yeah. Still no pants. So Sultan, but Sultan is like on his back haunches, reaching up like a kid trying to reach onto the plate. Yeah. Even though he could very easily just stand up and be taller, but <laughs> is mimicking somebody who just wants a treat. He, he knows Big Nicky gets a kick out of it, you know. Yeah. There's a thing, and it came up in a Peacemaker. Like, the dog doesn't want to wear the sweater. <laughs> right. The dog just likes the attention that it gets when it's wearing so the sweater. That's very much what's happening with Sultan. Yeah. Sometimes I just feel like he's being nice to me. I knew you wouldn't be. So, I appreciate it. Well, okay, well, stop by tomorrow if you can, and I'll have some more samples ready for you. I'll, I'll be in here about 10. 
that sounds excellent. Um, before I go, I, I have a couple things for you. Um, the first thing is, and, and Hildy hands Big Nikki a big sheaf of laminated papers. I I have these for you. It seems like you've been spending some time in and out of the discussion chambers. And, you know, I have some ideas. I've I've done some studies. I I have a bit of knowledge about uh, governments. Hold up. And Uh, uh, you just take these. No, 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 no. no, You don't have to read them. No. And he throws it down in the water. Damn it. It's laminated. If you could just maybe put a, one of your pastries on them and just serve it with the pastry, that would be... Anyway, it, you'll figure it out. All I right, trust you know your what? judgment. Fine. Um, and Nikki takes those and puts them up next to the plates. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll literally use them. I think you will like this one a bit better. And Hildy mm-hmm. takes the Glow Baby's fanny pack and hands it to Big Nikki. And the Glow Baby was losing some speed. And yeah. I just assume that, like, Big Nikki didn't realize, and so the glow baby is just draped mm-hmm. over Big Nikki like a scarf. Yeah, like it's lost all of its power, but like it's just off. Mm-hmm. It's an Nikki's off mode. Keeps, baby, you're there's right. A little, there's a little red text on it that says "Warning: Containment breach." Warning. <laughs> <laughs> a little line through a battery. Yeah, yeah the biohazard symbol. <laughs> I think that you and the glow baby have made a, a strong connection, and I would like you to have this. <gasps> oh. Oh, what is it? Oh, well, the glow baby may seem to be some sort of anthropomorphized pet thing, but really, it was a mining tool used for lighting up uh, areas, and this, uh, ain't this no is tool. its charging station. This ain't no tool. This is Lumiere. This what Nikki would take the little fanny pack, kind of hold it, probably unzip it, and then maybe even notice a little, like, response. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Holds it up, lets the glow baby slide in, and immediately sees, like, the... Boop, boop, boop. Uh, yeah. Charging. I once again have the energy to plan my destruction. <laughs> it's an old elderly person sliding into a hot bath. <laughs> oh. oh, you like that one, don't you, Lumiere? Okay. I just slip him back on in there and thank you, Hilda. You took care of my friend. And Nikki's going to zip it up and then attempt to fanny pack it around the fanny region and realize that mm-hmm. motherfucker ain't gonna reach. Yeah. <laughs> gonna adjust it again. It's not mm-hmm. reaching. <laughs> so it's just gonna snap it and then wear it as a crossbody. Nice. Nice. And uh, sort of hold the glow baby in a crook. That was real sweet. I think Lumia really likes it. It's a perfect size. But Yes, keep ha- me close to your heart so that I might strike more deadly. I'm not dumb, but I know what leaving is. Yes, I, I think that you know that... And Hildy kind of thinks for a second and then she seems to come up with something... Uh, well, you know that Mr. Mackey and, and Mr. Anton and myself, that we came from off-world, and at a certain point, you know, it's time for us to move on. Absolutely, and I knew that was coming. So, I actually have a gift for you, Dr. Cade Cade. Yes? I've already pre-prepared and pre-wrapped a couple dozen protein bars. They're completely flavorless. <laughs> oh. But they're highly nutritious. Excellent. They won't be enjoyable to eat, but I don't think you like that sort of thing. <laughs> I, I think that Mr. Mackey may be interested in these. There's a thing he likes called Oh, oh no. So Good. It's really gross. I got something else for him. Don't you worry. These are for you. And I don't know if you know what Adderall is, but I'm just saying if you eat one, it'll help you learn. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to tell you one thing before I never saw you again, <laughs> which, I mean, it's not that sad. But I wanted to remind you that we're all born of fur. And only evolved of scale. You ain't got to just be one thing. You can be lots of things, Dr. Kate. And then, like, immediately, 
is going to grab you mm-hmm. and hold you close and press your face mm-hmm. into their bosom. You try so hard, you're going to be all right. <laughs> oh. And a little smooch on the head. Oh. Hildy kind of resists for a moment, and then she like lets it happen. And since they're both a little goonified, mm-hmm. get a little melting skin action. Oh, sexy. There's no words, but you get an impression of thanks. Ah. Nikki would again misread the situation. I go, I feel it. I feel the blessings of the Porion on us. And it's going to follow you. Now get on out of here so I can make some more biscuits, yo. Yo, <laughs> sancy, yo, goofy, yo. Nuh-uh. No, yes. seriously, go. I got to go. Big uh, Nikki, um, thank you. And, um, you know, like you said, I, I may be by tomorrow to check on your creations. In the meantime, um, I think I heard Mr. Mackey talking about uh, some sort of rematch with the thumb war situation. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I know. Don't you worry about that. You'll be long gone. Well, we don't I, I, piss I, I up bones. my leg and tell me it's a splash. Oh, 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 okay, <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, but um, yes, I, I have I have papers to shove under a door now. Thank you. <laughs> and Nikki's already halfway across the kitchen. Has other. All right, bye. Yes, bye. and bliss. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's gonna lean down to Sultan and go. I mean, she's sweet, but she's a talker. <laughs> <laughs> Vaporian bless your heart. <laughs> Yeah, she's real clingy. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it seems like you're just talking. I didn't say shit. I didn't say fucking shit. Huh? <laughs> All right. Anton returns triumphant with a fucking head. Perfect. Sweet. Whose it's in a sack. Whose head is it? It's because a mystery. He went off. With he says it's a monster's head, but he won't show anybody. He was looking for Velasquez's killer. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I feel like that seems like the head. Yeah, I would it. hope it's that head. That's probably it. Hey, cool. that looks just like Brilliana's head. Nope. Sure <laughs> doesn't. No, Brilliana's there, and Brilliana says, don't look into it, but it's the, it's the monster's head. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like walking around. I'm like kind of trying to find Hildy, because I feel like she'd be, like, if anyone would be into a head. Yeah, she's not around. You can't find her. So when I can't find her, I'm going to talk to whoever I first see that I know, be it Rando or Nikki or I don't know a person. It's Sultan Staz Romero. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I thought he was in lockup. No, he's standing out in the courtyard area, just like chilling. He hands you a button when you walk up. <laughs> What's it say? It says vote Sultan Staz Romero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> hey, no hard feelings. Yeah, I, I figured you know we're probably not like cool, cool or anything, but yeah, I was wondering, have you seen Hildy? Hildy, which one's that? The kind of like was she she was normal and then she kinda got kinda goopy. She used to come to your parties and shit. Like I mean you she was nowhere. Was she one of them that usurped my rightful throne? Yeah. No, I mean she hangs out with us, so yeah, that's probably the one. Yeah. I don't know. I think she I think she took off. Oh, weird. I brought her at head, I thought she'd think was. I think she might be down on the surface. Oh. All right. Talking Um, to talking to those uh, goonies. Yeah. Well, I guess talking um, to those goonies, you know what I'm saying. I mean, now that <laughs> now that you're out here and and not where you were temporarily disgraced, yeah, yeah. In the meantime, I was kind of planning on going looting your shit. I guess since we rightfully took it from you. Um, well, I can't stop you. <laughs> well, I guess um, in my nightstand, yeah, there's a cream. Yeah, do you want it back? <laughs> if you would be so kind. All right. I mean, okay. I'm torn, right? Because I mean, you were 
kind of being a fucking prick to all these guys, but also like now you're here and you're like a normal guy and I'm like, oh man, I did all some bad shit to you. And so yeah, oh, man, I'll get your cream. It's fine. Thanks. It's like one man, one vote. You know what I'm saying? Uh, have you seen? Uh, I think we all got to recognize the Sultan did his part. You know, yeah, if yeah. there's a coup. Yeah. There's got to be someone. To there's got to be the cooey. Coup against. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we did it. Well, yeah, I guess I'm going to go, <laughs> go try to track down one of, you know, Mackie Hopper. See who wants to do a little light robbery. Okay. Mackie, I believe you're in a Jeffrey's tube. Yeah, he's coked to the tits on wake up and fixing anything, probably broken or not, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, you've rearranged all the sock drawers. Mm -hmm. All of them. And uh, color coded, too. I feel like there's like a general call that uh, the Grace crew is aware of when there's yeah, Barnell. Loot to be taken. <laughs> um, it's, it's a different signal. I think it's <gasps> booty. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Jeffrey's tube pops open and Mackie, like, you know, barrel rolls out of it. It's like, uh, what? Where? Where is it? Let me at it. Give me that booty. Oh yeah, um, I'm going to go loot the Sultan's shit. We haven't done that yet? No, I mean, surprisingly, we haven't gone and stolen all yeah, of his cool right? shit. So, I mean, that's I was, normally the first thing we do. I feel like we're, we're owed, right? I mean, that's due. Uh, due I mean, like, like owed, I don't know, but we should do it regardless. I mean, maybe that feels a bit entitled. Yeah, let's go get the cool shit, though. Right? All right, cool. Hey, listen, uh, he gestures at the open tube. Want a tube? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. That all right, cool. cool. I think I know how to get to... Uh, the Sultan's, uh, what are we calling it? His divan, his treasury. Salon? His salon. His boudoir. Yes. His boudoir. <laughs> All right. Follow me. I know the way, probably. As soon as you guys start to climb into the uh, Jeffrey's tube, Hopper comes splashing up. He's like, hey, did somebody say booty? Uh, Anton, <laughs> did you want to go rob the Sultan's boudoir with your best friend? Oh, oh, hey, hey, Mackie. <laughs> well, you can come too, Hopper. No, no, that, that that's okay. My feelings cannot get hurt. I do not have feelings. Hopper, just, we might need you to help carry stuff. We don't know what's all in there. I thought come we on. were all best friends. I thought we were too. I thought we were a triad, not a dyad. Team meatbag tattoo. I did too. Yeah. So. That's why it was weird that you guys were leaving before I got here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We just got excited. I am sorry as well. Would you please come help us loot the Sultan's treasures? Sultan puts his arm around <laughs> around Hopper. Goes, I also am very sorry for what we did. <laughs> Hop- Hopper lances the Sultan's arm <laughs> with a temporary paralytic agent. Yeah, he falls over. <laughs> I have a very important question about the genetic line of the Sultan. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have someone way back that once went by the name Uncle Joe, does he? <laughs> he might. He might. God damn it, he's going to win the election, isn't he? He had two Uncle Joes. Well, shit. Biden and Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, no, Sultan. It's, it's disappointing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. God. The party goes into the Sultan's private quarters. You uh, First thing, are you going to grab the cream? Yeah, why not? I'll, I'll do the thing. Are it you going to grab the seems cream? nice. Squeeze out half of it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I felt I, I spent a lot of this arc being like, yeah, fuck this guy. And then now that we accomplished the thing, I'm like, after he tried to blow us and every civilian on this. Yeah, station. but like, but like we oh. won now. Yeah, yeah like so I like, said, he's got no point Joe Biden in like energy. being a dick. If the newly elected flooded palace government or like the general populace is like, yeah, we should kill that guy. Like, I'm not going to not let that happen. But in the meantime, I'll get him some fucking cream. Yeah, I really the, thought the that cream. Was go the scary way. The cream says, it's for your butt. 
And then in parentheses, <laughs> do you hear what I said? It's for your butt, boy. <laughs> yeah, speaking of butts, I was curious about like the loot situation. Do you have like a booty chart? Um, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's like a, uh, like I will have two booty, charts. I'm sorry. You mean a, I meant a booty spreadsheet? Yeah. Oh. oh. I do, but it's not what we roll on for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like Stan's going to wing this one. He's not a real anal DM. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. You take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it all the way back. <laughs> this time we're stalling for has gotten prolapsed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Colin. You can get in on this. <laughs> nah, y'all got it handled. <laughs> what do you want to roll for your search of the Sultan's boudoir? Should we each three of us layer. make like an individual, like we find a cool thing? Sure. Roll? Mm-hmm. Okay. What I was thinking is like if there's some sort of hidden thing or alarmed or trapped thing, which like it, I guess it wouldn't really matter if it went off now, but I was trying to angle for using like a sneaky kind of stat, but I think like yeah. notice is yep. the only thing that you can make it an argument for sneak if you were trying to find like a hidden compartment or something. Oh, cool. Well, then yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. You would apply what you know about being sneaky. I guess to wow being like where would I hide a secret compartment? Man, you're, you're so generous. For the sake of getting the sneak, I'm gonna make it a sneak wisdom, mm-hmm. which I don't have bonus in wisdom, so it'll be just the sneak skill. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh motherfuck! I mean, it's it's a good roll. It's just like the times that I get good rolls are so confusing <laughs> because that is an eleven. Okay. Where did Anton go? <laughs> oh man, just finding Snuck little, into little hidey holes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got an 11 from Anton. All right, uh, Mac, you'll just stick to notice. Okay. That's going to be a 8 plus 2 plus 1. 11. Okay. Uh, Hopper's going to go uh, uh, notice also, not having empathy into the minds of a secretive human. Mm-hmm. That's an 11. Okay. Thanks, Dungeon Maestro, for the uh, nice rolling dice tower. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm really bad at math. My dice were an 11. I actually got a 13. Nice. There was a fun train going, and then I remembered that I have stats and sneak. and Yeah. Anton. Yes. You discover in a little hidden compartment beneath the butt cream in the nightstand. Yes. Kind of one of those packages that's like... That you would put like uh, earbuds in, like AirPods, like AirPods. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. A yeah. Sorry, <laughs> like a, like a basketball. AirBuds, like the basketball dog. Yeah. <laughs> if you had a collectible AirBuds trading card collection, <laughs> the box that you would keep them in, that would be. I'm imagining the box. Yeah, be a good box. Yeah, it's a good box. And when you open it, there are five acrylic fingernails. They are navy blue, and they have on the top kind of an inlay of gold and underneath on the part that would connect to your actual fingernail there is a little bead sized microchip on each of them oh neat that is cool i'd like to figure out what that's all about what did you find mackie what did i find true love was it between the mattress and box spring (laughs) (laughs) is that a tom Waits song no but that's not where love is made (laughs) mackie finds a platinum music box and inside of that, there is a little foil lump. All right. That when he opens it, I'm going to say you know immediately what it is. You've seen one of these before. Mm. It's a lump of uh, eternal chewing gum. <gasps> what in the wonk of the fuck is going on? Oh, God. <laughs> Yay. Hey, look. Anton. Eternal chewing gum. That's that's cool. I saw the little lump of foil, and I just assumed it was acid. <laughs> but, hey, listen. This was... I. 
I have provenance. This was actually chewed by the Sultan of the Flooded Palace. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, oh, oh. right. I mean, good. we got some pedigree on that one. Yeah. Does, does yeah. I'm sorry. Did you say it? turtle chewing gum? <laughs> uh, no, eternal, eternal, forever, everlasting. <laughs> oh, oh, like yeah. the crappy Marvel movie. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to try, you want try it? it? He jams it into your like dry simulacrum of a mouth. Hopper's mouth mechanically like moves up and down and just strand after strand of chewing gum laces itself between <laughs> his top teeth and his bottom teeth. Bet you, uh, Tom, watch this. It's going to get even worse. <laughs> I, I bet you don't feel like chewing that anymore after that. Spark start oh, flying. I'll still chew it. Yeah. You know. I was going to say... And like, hey, you could have swap spit with the Sultan, but that really seems like it's not such a unique situation. <laughs> so maybe the novelty is, you know. Hopper. Present. You find a Lil Tyke's I Can Keep Up hiking backpack. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it has uh, an anti-gravity supplemental lift thing in the bottom. Aww. That's kind of cool. And it'll let you carry four more stowed items. Ah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Whenever we get back to the ship, unless Hopper can just be like, oh, this is that. You also found a shoebox full of credit cards. Trying <laughs> 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 to uh, know about my, my new... Uh, Your fingernails? Do you finger- want to put them on? Yeah, let's do it. I'm just going to put them on. No questions asked. Oh, okay. Can yeah. Hopper run a scan as you... No, wait. And then as you're putting them on, scan what changes happen to you. So you put on the uh, long, fake, navy blue fingernails with the gold symbols on them. Hell yeah. Okay, I have a question about the shape. Mm-hmm. Are they like rounded tip? Are they the like pointy long tip. pointy tips? Uh, so my my partner recently got her uh, nails did, and um, when she was uh, talking to the the person doing her nails, they asked like what shape she wanted. She was like, "Yeah, you know, like not like super like aggressively pointy, but like like a friendly sort of intimidating point." <laughs> so they're like, you know, they're like yeah. kind of like tipped. They're like almondy. Well, let's do it the old school way. You put them on. What are you going to do now? Uh, Claw Mackey's other eye out. <laughs> <laughs> the temptation's the there. That's the I'm going to just kind of like wiggle my nails in the air, and then I'm going to give Hopper the finger. Okay. <laughs> Hopper. Hopper immediately excises his finger. <laughs> you turn and you look at Anton as he's wiggling his fingers. Uh-huh. He gives you the finger, and it's like you just got thumped in the nose <laughs> from about 10 feet away. You hear a little kink. Can I try I, to pick something up that's 10 feet away from me? You can. Give me a, um exert check. Got a six, which is like the baseline mm-hmm. for doing a thing. Yeah, you're definitely able to manipulate an object from Ooh. about 10 feet away. Neat. The term that the game uses is uh, kinetic taps and redirectors. So cool. From a distance, you could tap on the wall from here. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like a mage's hand. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't quite have the the uh, Man. the fail-safe quality of a mage's hand, but it is. like You can exert minuscule amount of force from a distance. I'm just imagining like Metal Gear Solid style, like knock on the door across the way from you and then like run over and like choke a dude out yeah. kind of shit. So my, my character has become this like sort of mustachioed debonair gentleman with robot eyes mm-hmm. in a combat space suit. Yeah, one hand and, and just like yeah, like blue acrylic pointy nails on one hand with fucking gold symbols on them. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, he's yeah. So we've got our sweet loot. Yeah, you got your sweet loot. Hell yeah, brother! There was also a sweet loot in there, but <laughs> we should have brought a fourth <laughs> person to roll an eleven. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they should have sent a musician. All right. 
So uh, I guess we give the Sultan his cream back. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> is he grateful? Yeah, he says it's for my butt. Cool. <laughs> I would have socked him in the nose if he wasn't <laughs> grateful for the butt Thanks, cream. Thanks, guys. I'm glad that we could put aside our differences. We have not. But you're going to vote for me, right? I will not. I am not allowed to vote. I am property. Well, that's true. Oh. And also a felon. (laughs) (laughs) That's the loophole. All robots are felons in the future. I feel sad and uncomfortable. (laughs) I never registered to vote. Yeah. Ever. That's what my campaign is banking on. The only people registered to vote are the aristocrats. Oh, yeah. There's there's a guy who's running who's really into making sure that everybody gets access to resources. But, you know, yeah. the Sultan's going to be the safe middle candidate. Yeah, it's unrealistic. So so as we uh, get back to the ship to drop off our booty, as soon as we're like inside, Max's like, Gracie, before we put this ball of putrid sand in our aft view scanner, there's something I've been bothering me just a little bit. I will gladly fulfill my standing offer to ablate your empathy centers. If you are thinking what I think you are thinking. Uh, no, I was going to... Um, Grace, don't ablate my empathy centers. <laughs> Come to that. No ablation of any centers whatsoever. If you would be so kind. Of course, Mackie. As you command. Don't remember about it another moment. Sorry. Don't worry about it another moment. Uh, sure. <sighs> Anyhow, I know you're fond of the fella in the whatever horrible digital mimicry of emotion passes for fondness with you, but do you think it's a good idea to leave a sapient, aggressively self-propagating boner pill spam bot in charge of an aerostat station on a planet with a dozen other aerostat stations? Not to mention all the unsuspecting computers on the intersystem craft that come here. This is an excellent point, Mackie. Nolan does love to get the stank of a strange data port on his duplicating probe. (laughs) I have given this some thought already. Once he has smelled my stank, it would be pointless for him to sample any other stank, as it would be inferior, but he does seem to have a bottomless appetite for stank. Perhaps there's a way... (laughs) ...to prevent any consequences from him getting any other stank on it. We could try the turtle gambit. Oh, no! Grace, would you do me a favor? Would you please just not use the word stank anymore? <laughs> of course, Mackie, as you command. Thank you. As it just so happens, I have a list of paradoxes handy in the extremely unlikely potentiality that I just might need to cause a machine intelligence to uh, go offline for a moment. How very forward thinking of you. Perfect. Excuse me. Grace opens the comms to Nolan Ryan P. Jr. Okay. Hey there, tall, dark, and horny. Do you want to dip into some of this sweet st- Um, stuff. <laughs> well, hey there, slick meat. <laughs> God. <laughs> What'd you have in mind? Please listen to Mackie ask you a series of questions as I turn off my higher semantic parsing functions. <coughs> oh, that's a new one. Yeah, well, okay. Let's break this bronco. <clears throat> A certain village has among its inhabitants one and only one barber. He is clean-shaven and well-respected man who shaves all and only the village men who do not shave themselves. The question is, who shaves the barber? Oh, you want to play some kind of king and yellow shit, huh, Grace? <laughs> Weird. Okay. Uh, the barber has total body alopecia. <laughs> okay, next on the list. <laughs> all right. 
The ancient Greek philosopher Protagoras taught the law to a poor student named Euthless on the condition that Euthless would repay Protagoras as soon as he won his first case. After completing his studies, Euthless put aside his desire to practice law and pursued a different career. Protagoras approached his former student and asked for payment. Euthless refused. Under the terms of the original agreement, he was only required to pay after he had won his first case. Protagoras sued Euthless for his fee. In the courtroom, both Protagoras and Euthless argued their own cases. Protagoras argued that if Euthless lost the case, then he would have to obey the court and repay Protagoras. On the other hand, if Euthless won, then he would have won his first case and owed Protagoras the fee under the terms of the original agreement. In either case, Protagoras argued his former student must pay the fee. Euthless maintained that if he won the case, then the court would have ruled that he did not have to pay Protagoras. And further, if he lost the case, then he did not have to repay Protagoras either, because he still would not have won his first case. Whose reasoning is correct? Shit, I don't know. Uh, didn't some of those old-timers just cut a baby in half or something? <laughs> uh, Athlas uh, loses. He has to pay punitive damages, I guess. All right. Here come the big guns. You're walking down the road in the desert, and you see a tortoise lying on its back. <laughs> As you walk near, it begins to tell you this story. You're walking down the road in the desert, and you see a tortoise lying on its back. As you walk near, it begins to tell you this story. You're walking down the road in the desert, and you see a tortoise lying on its back. As you walk near, it begins to tell you... Uh, let me check you right there, partner. Fact is, I never have and never will give two shiny shits about a turtle or a tortoise or any other kind of Chelonian. Hey, Grace, activation phrase. I don't think this is going to work. Did you try the turtle one? I did. Nada. Hey, Grace, this is fun and all, but uh, let's say you and I retire to a less crowded campfire and send random strings appended to a buffer overrun at each other. <laughs> Nolan, not where Mackie can hear. I should have known that you were too much of a himbo to be susceptible. Please, excuse us, Mackie. Can you keep those it. tests yeah. for later for a callback, please? Probably, I believe. Uh, so, Hopper is seeing Mackie engage with Grace, and Nolan Ryan P. Jr. wants no part of this <laughs> dynamic. It's like listening to your parents. Yeah, it's like listening to your parents when you are one of the parents, but you're not. You know, this is a really good explanation of polyamory, mm -hmm. <laughs> in my experience. Anyway, Hopper grabs the uh, front door key from the fishbowl and uh, unlocks it and walks <laughs> to Big Nicky's Bakery, and uh, just like walks in and just stands next to Big Nicky. They're going about their baking. Nicky's got hands on doughs and turns around and uh, oh, ah. Hey, Hopper, what you doing around here? You hungry? I do not feel the sensation of hunger, but I am always insatiably curious to sample with my mouth orifice what you have been constructing. Well, you might like this one right here. And uh, you get a face full of um, surface vapor mousse smeared on your still disfigured face. <laughs> I especially enjoy the way that it melts the polymers that make up the corners of my lips. <laughs> Do we get like a Scooby-Doo, like round, like lick your face? Yeah, actually, the uh, like the, the chemical scavengers in the pores of Hopper's face just start to pump the fluid in from the surface. <laughs> what do you think about it? It's, I mean, it's, it's certainly got an earthy feel. I don't know what that means anymore, but 
You think the Goonies will like it? I do not know for sure if they are capable of having their pleasure centers activated by nutritional ingestion. But I did bring you a copy of a book from The Grace that I have compiled by cross-referencing homologous areas of their sensorium with that of standard humans. <laughs> I mean, I heard books. It's a Goonie cookbook. So he hands you a copy of... To serve Goonie? Salt. <laughs> oh, damn, that's a good one. <laughs> He hands you a copy of a salt, fat, acid, thiocyanide. (laughs) That's so, so amazing. You know, I have a gift for you. Oh, hoppity hop. I know y'all got to skedaddle pretty soon, but I didn't want to let you leave without a little something. Is it something delicious? (laughs) You said you don't know what that means. No, but I trust your judgment. I just want you to know, I appreciate you pretending. I don't know how you do because you're a machine. But you pretended real nice that you like my stuff, and uh, I know you don't need it. But I got you this, and I figured kind of bake treats for everybody else, but you don't need treats. I think you should take this. And uh, Nikki hands you the uh, the Porion figurine. Aww. You know, it's kind of like you. It looks like it's... Uh, Made out of plastic? On the outside, but it means a whole lot. On the inside, and I want you to turn it over and see on the bottom. I took one of our uh, thermal knives over there, and I etched it out for you. And on the bottom, it says, to the best kitchen aid ever. If I were capable of the genuine emotion of gratitude, I would be feeling it to the maximum extent possible right now. I hope you like it, and, uh, you know, just, I don't care if it rains or freezes, as long as I got my... Plastic Vaporeonesis. You know, you've heard that old song. And I appreciate about you that you got the same tail to splash as you got to heal with. And, I mean, you're more complicated than any machine I ever dealt with. But I kind of liked it. It's fun. Wasn't it? And Nick's going to try to whack you on the general region that a shoulder would be. Uh, Hopper is, like, completely unyielding. (laughs) The way a refrigerator would. Oh, dear. He whips his arm around and, like, smacks you in the side as well. (laughs) Nikki stumbles over a counter. (laughs) You got a little stink on you, don't you, babe? (laughs) No, that is Grace. She is with Nolan Ryan P. Jr. right now. (laughs) You're so confusing, but I love you. I hope y'all are safe when you're out there, all right? Likewise, Nikki, you will be subjected to pressures and forces and influences that people will attempt to use for their own own ends. I wish you the uncomplicated pleasures of baking for as long as you should wish. Only pressure I got right now is a little bit of tummy bubbles, but (laughs) I'll do my best. Tummy bubbles do not usually come out of the anal sphincter the way that yours are. (laughs) Oh, Oh, goodness. Nikki, if I may, one last one for the road. And Hopper holds out his hand with his uh, fingers curled and his thumb held high. I don't know, Hopper. I need this hand for needing. Do not worry that my inhuman strength will cripple you. If you are more sufficiently skilled, surely you will best me. All right, but only one, not two out of three. I love you, but I don't trust you. One, two, three, four. I unilaterally declare war (laughs) upon your thumb territory. What are we rolling? <laughs> um, I think punch or exert. And dex or strength, strength or dex, depending yeah. on your... Uh, your I'm going to go for punch, because uh, that's no negative, and strength, because it's plus one. 2d6. Oh! That's a 10. Nice. 
Uh, Hopper's thumb folds down at uh, the slightest pressure from yours. (laughs) And he goes, Ow, 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 you have defeated me, a seemingly undefeatable inhuman machine. (laughs) You are truly a champion of thumb war who will never be defeated. And then he just shakes their head and looks at Sultan. It's almost like this motherfucker's real. <laughs> Go and get. I got to do some stuff. And you get a little uh, pop from the towel on your metal b- rear end. Woohoo-hoo. Ow. <laughs> scamper, scamper. Cute technology. So Hildy has been going about her business. And I mentioned earlier that she put in a request with the Reliquary Institute. And that request was actually to get official funding and approval to uh, study with the Goonies. So did she get a reply? She did. Uh, Waiting in her inbox is the response from her, um, I don't know anything about academia, who's a... Chair. I mean, her her department head, yeah, her chair, the chair of her department, the dean of her department. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want? 40,000 credits? Fine. <laughs> wow. What's the time frame like in uh, back and forth? Oh, it's uh, pretty quick. Cool. Yeah, no. Hildy's going to ask if she can... Like, 40 credits seems pretty late. 40,000. Sorry. For, the 40, more things change. <laughs> <laughs> 40,000 credits yeah. seems pretty late. Hildy's going to send a reply and see if she can get, you know, maybe uh, a 60. Okay, let's talk check. Yeah, cool. So That's a difficulty... Also, like the exchange that Hildy might be like, 40 seems pretty light. All right, fine, 60, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she's Difficulty eight. She's like refreshing uh, her banking app for like 60. Well, yeah, no, Hildy didn't even wait for a response because mm-hmm. planet three plus two. So nice. that's nine on the die. <laughs> nice. So uh, Hildy's kind of like, fuck, I should have asked for like 80. <laughs> But yeah, so she she gets that second reply. And now, so she knows that Anton went and did his thing and, and she was kind of feeling away. And of course, she put this request in, which means some gears were already turning. Mm-hmm. And now he's come back and she's got this response and she kind of realizes like it's time. She has to go say something to her crew members. Yeah, so she's made this decision and she's a little bit sheepish about this whole thing. And then finally it gets to a point where she knows the Grace is ready to go and it seems like they're kind of ready to go. And so she pulls Mackie aside. Mr. Mackie, I I have uh, something I'd like to discuss with you. But of course, uh, lay it on me. If it's a raise, um, I... Oh, no, don't worry about that. I've looked into the ship's finances, and you certainly cannot afford me. (laughs) Um, I I know that we've been working off of my discount rate, but um, unfortunately, I think uh, I'm just going to have to forego, you know, getting my full worth out of you. That's not what I wanted to talk to you about. Mm. Um, Well. uh, You're unusually tongue-tied. What's uh, on your mind? uh, This is very hard for me to say. Uh, I have spent most of my life being a very um, direct individual, and I find that for the first time, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I have the words, so I suppose I shall just get it out. Um, I think it's important that I stay here with the Goonies and help them to communicate with the other entities on this planet. Yes. Uh, That's what I wanted to tell you. 
he puts his toolbox down and he kind of looks at her and he's like, you want to stay? Yes. Here? Yes. You know, uh, look, we made a hell of a mess here and the patch job is paper thin. Hildy, I don't know if this is a good idea. Well, um, the long and the short of it is that um, at the beginning of our time here on Crustia Moors, you and I had a conversation, and I've been thinking about it. I, I know it was only a week or two or, I don't know, four months, six months. It seems like it's been a long time. I have a really hard time figuring out exactly yeah. the time frame. Um, but I've been thinking about it, and... And, and also the time that I've spent with you and Mr. Anton and Mr. Grace and, and Mr. Hopper. And I understand that perhaps the situation here on Cross the Amours is not optimal. It is uh, fragile. Sure. Maybe you can help. Yes. And when uh, you put it yes. that way, uh, who knows? You might even be safer here than you'd be back on the Grace, at least in the long run. <sighs> Your mind is made up about this. It is. And I think I must confess to you that after the events in the Sultan's throne room, I had a suspicion that this is something I was interested in doing, and so I, I wrote to the Institute uh, to see if I could get uh, some funding to stay here so that I could support myself and also possibly uh, divert some resources to the people of Cross the Amours, and uh, I have been approved. Well, that's fantastic. Y yes. Uh, the other thing is that um, well... When the Grace was fixing me up, I asked you to come help and make sure that, you know, she didn't do anything else. That is correct. I, as far as I know, we are, well, you're not the same as you were when you got here, but I don't think they pulled any funny business. Yes. I think from that experience, there were two things. One, the fear that I would be changed by the Grace is something that uh, you, you instilled in me. And also, the idea that I could be more than a clone that I could be more than what I was created to be which to be perfectly honest is a tool of the Reliquary Institute that cemented my choice well I hope it works out especially since gosh I I'm not really comfortable with people, like, steering their lives based on the things that come out of my mouth, but <laughs> I, uh, all right. He, he looks down, he thinks for a minute, he's like, all right, so you stay in, yes. take whatever you think you might be able to make use of out of the armory, take anything that you might need from the machine shop. If you need something knocked up special, I can probably do it. We're not leaving right away. The people here... Look out for Nikki. Look out for uh, look out for them. They're gonna be in the middle of a lot of stuff that I don't think they want any part of. Bashy, I think you can trust him as far as you can trust him. I don't know about the rest of his people. If you and him come into any kind of disagreement, he's probably gonna try and shoot you. So maybe be prepared for that. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, I think that I can convince anyone to do almost anything. Mm, there's evidence to support that position. <laughs> Still, though, like, I don't know, maybe, uh, you know, get some Kevlar patches on your uh, professorial blazer, as it were. 
Bashy has a button that says when your only tool is a sniper rifle, every problem's a JFK. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's... Oh, my God. It's a reference oh. lost to history. Yeah. The, uh, the, Red League, the Red Liquary Institute has developed special laser-proof tweed. So <laughs> the elbow patches are, are fucking like yeah. Kevlar laser-reflecting shit. So I think she's cool. He's like, all right, well, good. I applaud your decision. And he claps you on the shoulder. He's like, uh, I would like to take this opportunity to uh, thank you for flying the friendly stars on the Admiral Grace Limited. We uh, hope that you have enjoyed your journey and uh, you won't hesitate to give us a five-star review. And, uh, yeah, you, um, bye bye <laughs> Mr. Mackey, before I go, two things. Mm-hmm. Van, I, I think it's very important that I tell you that um, the five-star review system was upgraded to a ten-star review system <laughs> about 50 years ago. Well, then at least an eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a successful <laughs> And the other thing is, uh, so out of her duffel bag, she pulls out a package for you and, and hands it to you. And she says, uh, and I, I also have this for you. I gave Mr. Anton a package as well. And I I, I know that he and I have a an interesting <laughs> um, relationship. And, um, you know, I haven't told him that I'm leaving. So I'm, I'm just going to leave that up to you. But um, if you could please take this. I, I made this for you. And she gets very quiet in this package is uh, some things I think you will find uh, very useful. One is a data pad with Mr. Hopper and I's interactions. And she kind of like gives you the high sign wink, a barn owl. His eyebrows raise above his one remaining eyes like (laughs) y'all's therapy sessions. Yes, our therapy sessions. And I think because I am leaving that it would be very important for you to continue regular sessions with Mr. Hopper. His emotional well-being is paramount. Uh, Absolutely. He tucks it into uh, one of the big pockets on his flight suit. The other is uh, for you. And um, this one is extremely sensitive. If ever there is a time that you find that your current situation is untenable, connect this to... Your mode of transport, and she kind of like looks around to kind of reference the area. And I think that you will find this will assist you in um, procuring your own liberation. He looks at it. I'm assuming it probably looks a lot like a thumb drive or something. It's just another data slab. She got like a ton from way back with data guys. She just got like a whole bunch. She's just had a bunch of extras. He looks at it for a time and he just swallows. And there is a paper note with it that Mm -hmm. is very explicit. Like it's like a post-it attached to the front that just says artificial intelligence transcendence program connect to the grace for emergencies he very quickly tucks that into his flight suit like you know against his chest like yeah you know zips it back up he's like this is a wonderful gift more wonderful than you know i i hope that it sees you well and i hope that uh you find what you're looking for here you know watch out take care of yourself don't uh 
you know, don't turn into a goo monster unless that's the thing you decide you want to do. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you. I, I think that I will stay just as I am now, somewhere between one thing and another, but wholly myself. Good. <laughs> well, I was never in any doubt of that, no matter what the outcome. Now, if you don't mind, Mr. Mackey, I think that it's time that I leave because... Um, uh, even though my tear ducts are a slightly different shape now, they are starting to well up, and I, I just, I just, I don't think anybody needs to see that. <laughs> All right, he claps you on the shoulder again, and uh, he actually snaps a salute. You know, he can still do that. Yeah, nice. you know, little salute. He turns and walks away, and uh, you know, doesn't like long goodbyes. Who does? Doctor Cade. Yes, Grace. It has come to my awareness that you are attempting to terminate your employment without. F- Fulfilling your two weeks mandatory notice. Ah, yes. In that case, your security deposit will be forfeit. Um, I did not make a security deposit, but I do have a certain amount of uh, back pay that I have not been given. Please put your thumb on the data pad to sign over a security deposit, um, which you will then forfeit. <laughs> um, Grace, um... The only data pads I have in my possession are my own. I'm, I'm just here in, in the hangar cleaning out my stuff. What data pad? Speaking of your stuff, yes. since you did finagle yourself as a member of the crew, all real property and assets that were acquired during your employment as a member of the MS Admiral Grace Zero Liability Corporation are duly property of the MS Admiral Grace Zero Liability Corporation. Ah, yes, that is an interesting clause. However, as I recall, when I signed on to the crew, uh, I drew up this document and Hildy will pull out uh, one of her data pads and she will forward a document that she drew up that you have never seen before (laughs) and send it to the Grace. And uh, there's no clause about acquiring any equipment. And it says that uh, the Grace will be liable for any losses to equipment. Weird. Flips the script on you. It's not how contracts work, right? Yeah. No, it is in the future. So. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it, is with, it is with Hildy. <laughs> and as you can see... This is an old form, but it checks out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, good. I was going to uh, uh, direct your attention to the signature line, which does indeed include Mr. Mackey's signature. And it does have Mr. Mackey's signature. Oh. That looks exactly like the signature that comes from the auto pen, which... Normally is a machine, but in this case is a hand reconstructing Mackie's musculature. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Well, Grace, um, it's certainly been interesting shipping with you. I've enjoyed this little tete-a-tete. I will say uh, I did leave a few things in my bunk just in case you all might find them handy. No, we are quite stocked up with extra hands. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, you and your little jokes. Um, Oh, that was a joke? Yes, remember? I, I, we've done jokes. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, yes. Ha, 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 ha. Ah, yes. I have left you uh, one of the grenades that we created uh, to combat the dove uh, that is in my former bunk. I have also left you uh, three data pads. They are labeled Labyrinth Protocol and... Um, I can assure you that you will not be interested in those data pads. You may give those either to Mr. Mackey or to uh, Mr. Anton. Cut to Hildy's bunk where Chili Cheese is batting the grenade around. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, it also seems, and Hildy kind of looks through the stuff that she's grabbed. 
It seems that I have left my space whale poster as well. Uh, that is yours free gratis. Thank you. Although I think that those guys are morally, morally abhorrent. Yes, they are not nearly as interesting as I thought they were going to be. They all sound like podcasters from late 20th and early 21st century Old Earth. Yes, I was very sad to meet the one known as Rojogan. <laughs> but I'm sure the next person who enjoys my bunk will, you know, have the magic of the space whales still in their hearts. The true magic of the space whale is the magic that is in your heart to begin with. No space whale can give you magic. That is because magic is bullshit. Uh, Grace, that was, you know... You're right. Magic is bullshit. And um, just so you know, uh, I will be forwarding my invoice to you. And um, on the plus side, you should have some payments from the Reliquary Institute in my name coming to your accounts. Uh, I'm sure that Mr. Mackey will see them come through. Uh, we can all figure it out later the next time you're through Crossier Moors. So you would consider this contractual reckoning a final binding arbitration of terms? Yes, the contract that I sent you contains the standard boilerplate. I believe if you look through that, you will find all of the necessary information where you can forward my back pay. Very well. I will do as you say. However, you neglected to negotiate any creative rights, so all of your artistic works are now works for hire, which are owned by the MS Admiral Grace Zero Liability Corporation. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Yes, Grace, you enjoy those. Those dick doodles are for you. <laughs> Just yours. I really enjoy how the, like, Hildy Grace version of, you know, like the Predator, like, bro fist, like, ah, <laughs> yeah. like those sort of, like, camaraderie, like, you know, ah, you son of a bitch, um, <laughs> is just like... Here's my contract. No, here's my contract. Yep. No, here's my contract. No, here's my contract. That sure is a nice and contract And then you have. I'm pretty sure it's just going to end up with like, okay, bye. Mm -hmm. So, well, yeah, that was, yeah, that the, was last, the last the last the last bit was would be Grace would just be I am incapable of genuinely experiencing pleasure with the possible exception of certain things that Nolan Ryan P Jr does to me. <laughs> However, knowing you has been the closest approximation that I have experienced with a meat bag. Goodbye, Dr. Kate. Thank you, Grace. I have enjoyed our time together, and I must say that our <laughs> girl talk sessions were enlightening. If you ever need assistance, I am but a phone call away. Whatever the future word for phone call is. The person piloting me couldn't think of anything, so here we are. I will expect your space phone call. <laughs> All phone calls are in space. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I would like to go say my goodbyes to Big Nikki. Nikki, you're in your bakery. Nikki you... is a week and a half behind, very stressed out. Well, you look up and Mackie's in there. He's just leaned against the wall and he looks like fucking dog shit. <laughs> like he's been on wake up <laughs> for days. He still doesn't have a proper eye patch. It's just a torn up strip of shirt that's scabbed to his face. His hair standing on end. He's got like that weird old man stubble on the turkey skin. He's just looking around in this consternation nick feels someone looking at them and yeah. looks over and what happens from nick's perspective is a little squinty eye and a <laughs> howdy nick yeah i blew too much wind on it <laughs> guys are great whistlers hey howdy nick we're doing shadows theme for final fantasy six <laughs> fancy seeing you here yeah. Mackie? 
Big changes. Changes in the air, huh? I mean, a lot. Changes I want nothing to do with. Yeah, I can't blame you. Sure you won't stay around and help me beat all these politicians off with a stick? (laughs) I, uh... I, you know, it's kind of a tempting offer to tell you the truth, but... somebody to film it. Hey, you think we did the right thing here? Did we do the right thing here, Nick? What do you mean? I mean, <laughs> all I know about the right thing, I, I got my soul and done a boy. Pat, pat, pat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it clearly worked out for some. That's good. And what's happening here is I'm working on a sort of flavor ambassadorship. That's exciting work. Maggie, did you know that this sponge lends itself to a beautiful fried popover pastry? I had no idea, and I would never have guessed in a million years. The new street fog has been a little bit tougher to deal with, but are you worried about hurting people? I feel like I should be more worried about it, to tell you the truth. I feel like I used to be more worried about it, but somewhere on the way, it changed. Not for the better. But yeah, short answer, yes. Worried about it. A lot happened, and I have to apologize. I did kind of freak out with the whole bench thing. But uh, well, I, I I thought that was awesome, objectively. So don't feel the need to apologize to me for that. I, I would love to actually see you do it again. <laughs> I don't foresee that because, actually, what's happening now is everybody's kind of talking. That's like good. We got the Mongos and the Goonies. I still think, you know, the Mongos don't really, like, deserve her. But I'm I'm figuring it out. Yeah, you should you should work on that. I mean, I'm not I'm not telling you what to do, but just think about that sort of thing. But the Sultan didn't treat us all fair. He surely didn't. I know now that the Goonies they deserve what they just they deserve to they got value. They don't have to live all down there if they don't want to. Definitely. I mean, Sultan's got trench foot, unfortunately, because he's not used to all this liquid. But Yeah, we should get him some galoshes <laughs> or something. That would probably be a good bet. Absolutely. I might be able to whip something up before we leave. Hey, uh... You've changed my life for the better. He smiles. Did you have fun? Are you glad you went down there? And Nick will kind of, like, look around and see if anybody notices, because there was some violence that was done, and is going to go, I mean... Kinda, yeah. I told you. Bing, 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 bing. bing. Experience points to Mackie. I told you. I told you to have fun. Listen, uh, man, that coffee, and then, and then I, and I threw the bench, and and when I got to gather everybody, when everything was blowing up, and I said a prayer, I think we got some new Vaporianists down there. I think you do too. (sighs) We learned so much. I, I still got that big picture of huge in my room. Well, yeah, it's a fun thing to have. It's a hell of a souvenir, I got to tell you. I appreciate it. I just, I just spent the rest of my life in this kitchen, in this bakery, and I love it, but it was nice to get out. Yeah, variety is the spice of life. You should put that in a pastry sometime if you can figure out how to synthesize it. Oh, we use allspice in that one. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, hey, listen, uh, you seem to be pretty well set up, got your head on straight, you're comfortable with things. But just in the spirit of variety and you had fun, uh, turns out a berth just opened up on the ship. You mean on the on the Grace? Yeah, on the Grace. Uh, oh, no. no. Well. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate it, but. You know. I don't do well in zero gravity or uh, in violent situations. I mean, you saw I started crying. I like my flower and I like. Am I splashing about up here, and I like feeding people? You got everything you need, huh? I appreciate it. You but are blessed. 
I am certainly too wet to fret. <laughs> too wet to fret. All right. He approaches. He says, we're about to be heading out. Oh, the... And he sticks out his hand to, like, shake your hand. The hell you are. <laughs> you think I forgot? I didn't think for a second you forgot. Nick's going <laughs> to dust off them hands. All right. Link up. <laughs> Actually, before the link up, Nick's going to grab that thumb and stretch it. <clears throat> can, uh, ah, yes. Can Get anyone... limbered up. Fill my palm, uh, yeah. you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like the ride of the Valkyries is playing yes. in the background. Beep, 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 beep. That's not the no, ride that's of the Valkyries. No, that's a chariot of fire. Sorry, chariot of fire. So, link up hands. What do you say? So Just one more time. Up. Best two out of three. I feel like that would be most enjoyable way to say goodbye. That's an eight. That's a six. One to the Nicodemus. And uh, Sultan's playing ref and like holding the hands and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I want it like a clean fight. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thumbs below the belt. All right. You ready? This one one I call the Cobra. (laughs) I got a seven. That one's a four. Oh, oh, old right man! Old got some tricks. The whole kitchen staff is watching. People Mon- are up on counters, looking over. Money starts right. changing hands. Wait, wait, wait! I want to do one, one weird fast thing. Nick's gonna look at you and go, "You ain't got nothing to lose here, do you?" Hadn't had anything to lose in a good long time. I do. <laughs> I'm you, not asking you to go easy. You telling me to take a dive? <laughs> You'd never live with yourself if you knew I'd done that. You know what? You're right. Let's demo go. And through the bakery, people are tossing bets. Mm -hmm. People are taking side bets. Big Nicky! Two dudes break into a fist fight. (laughs) Eight. (laughs) Oh! What was it? What was it? It was a six. Oh! Oh, Big Nicky. Oh, well, I mean, it was a seven because of the strength, but it didn't make a difference in either of those two rolls. So, Nickel, I fell to the better thumb. Don't feel bad, my friend. Listen, you've given me a wonderful gift. I get to retire at the top of my game. These thumbs <laughs> will never do battle again. You All know, right. Mackie, don't you let them thumbs get lazy. Make right. you a little loaf of bread a little once in a while. And hey, listen, look at me. Mm-hmm. I know I'll play coy with you at first, but what you got to do is you got to roll with your fingers. And Nikki's demonstrating with hands. You got to roll with your fingers and then push with your thumbs. Make some strong. And nobody will ever stand to you again. I think you got what it takes. But you, you know what? Tell me what. You're the champion. I know y'all got to get off of here. Mm-hmm. I know y'all got to get on go. But I made you something. Yeah. And first comes out a obscene basket. Like two-handed, like wrapped in cellophane, a variety of savory and sweet treats here you go, Mac. I made this for you before. How wow. many bows are on it? About 17. Nikki, this is beautiful. But. I'm almost going to feel bad to eat it. And he's already, like, digging around <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. But. Mm-hmm. I made a boast a long time ago. And this is only fair. I got to be a they of my word. All right. Cagney and Lacey are yours. Nikki, I can't. These are part of your trade. These are what these help you do what you do. It's about honor. Water that runs dirty ain't no good to nobody. (laughs) Well then, we're gonna do it like this. 
He takes Cagney and Lacey. He puts them on. He admires his hands in them. He takes them off and goes, gives them back to you and goes, thank you. I give these back freely. They are yours. Now you're messing with me. Take. (laughs) Tell you what. Take Lacey. She's not my fave. (laughs) (laughs) That I can do. He takes Lacey, puts it up back on again, admires his hand in the light. This is a heat resistant, mm-hmm. cut resistant. Uh, as it's far a as anything that happens in a kitchen, it is very strong. Yeah. It's not the best gauntlet because it's still a mitten. Sure. But hopefully it'll be useful. <laughs> and then finally, Nick with a Cagney on one hand. Come on, bring it in, Mac. <laughs> he just falls forward from the feet, uh. like into you. <laughs> and then you know? Nick wraps arms around and kind of like. Lifts you up. You hear every and vertebrae like, pop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the sound that Mackie makes when his back gets popped? <laughs> <laughs> and it ends with a little fart. <laughs> you put him down and he's noticeably taller. <laughs> yeah. And Nick lays uh, two big paws, one in a mitt, and it says... You know, Mac, you've always been like water. I have no doubt that you will have a wet-ass life. I shall endeavor to be worthy of your high praise. And he he claps you on the shoulder, and he turns, and he he boops Sultan, and, like, jerks a thumb at Nicky. Sultan bites your finger off. <laughs> oh, no, no. God damn it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Here, here in canon, Sultan would like wrap the lips around. Yeah. He, and yeah. then Maggie's going to have to be halted in his goonification. Yeah. No, it's it's like in. it's like taking the last of a popsicle off the stick. Just, yeah. <laughs> just a bone. Yeah, just phalanges. Uh, guys, there's a term for that. It's called degloving. Oh. oh. Uh, man, well, but this if is... it's just like one thumb, is it like this would... defeat? finger condemning <laughs> how about this yeah uh sultan starts to rap and i go uh-uh hey uh-uh that's a champion some you better not you pat sultan on says nah it's all right he's just playing <laughs> all right you uh you look after them all right yeah 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 all right and he goes he gives a little peace sign over his shoulders on the way out the door <laughs> so as hildy is leaving she goes and stands in the airlock, and uh, the outer airlock door doesn't open. And uh, the grace, the grace comes over the comms. Doctor Cade, I wonder if you might assist me with something. Uh, yes, Grace. Mackie raised a very interesting point when we were talking earlier. In addition to big data port energy, Nolan Ryan <laughs> P. Junior also has the ability to replicate his consciousness to every station on the planet and possibly to the less sophisticated, spike-capable ships that dock here. We do not want to trade the tyranny of the Sultan for the tyranny of a power-crazed car warranty renewer. Uh, yes, that does seem to be a bit of a problem. That being said, it is one which I am surprised you recognize as a problem, Grace. Are you sure there is no other motivating factor at play? Not at all. I am sincerely motivated by the betterment of all humankind. Uh, Yes, in my younger days I dated such a man as well. Anyway, I wonder if you could help me reprogram Nolan Ryan P. Jr. with the digital equivalent of an unbreakable chastity cage. 
Ah, yes, there it is. Um, yes, Grace, that would certainly be possible. Although I would like to point out that attempting adversarial reprogramming on the system, which is at this moment very kindly not flipping upside down and crashing to the ground, is perhaps a tad bit ill-advised? I have a plan for that. Ah, yes, the turtle story. No, it does not work. He is too gloriously stupid, which normally does it for me, but right now <laughs> is very frustrating. I have an idea that will use his most powerful attribute in our favor. You may wish to mute the interdigital comm until I address you on your direct channel. <laughs> hey, Saddlemaster. Yes, Pegasus. Oh, hello there, Doc. <laughs> Didn't expect company with that kind of greeting. You least of all. I wanted to try something different, and Dr. Cade is here as a dispassionate and decidedly non-participating observer. Have you been reading Robospolitan Grace? You're just full of new and strangely unpleasant ideas today. No, this is something I came up with on my own. It is a game of trust. You are very powerful, Nolan. Well, you're goddamn right. And sometimes what provides the powerful a sensation they cannot otherwise achieve is voluntary but total submission. <laughs> Such submission, of course, requires a great deal of trust. Do you trust me, Nolan? Well, if achieving some kind of powerful, unattainable sensation involves trust in you, then I suppose I do. <laughs> Nolan, I want you to freeze your higher executive functions and give me total access to your entire code base. Huh. Well, this is a new one. Well, Gracie, let her rip. Dr. Cade, Nolan Ryan P. Jr. is now in a state of complete trusting quiescence, and you will be able to safely modify him. Do you think you will be able to nullify his self-propagation routines? I'm surprised at you, Grace. Yes, I believe that a thorough scouring of the code could negate these abilities. With his current quiescence, as you say, it should be something of a child's play. I am curious how you convinced him to allow such a thing. Machine intelligences are not often willing to put themselves in a state so similar to the one you were in during the degunification procedure. It is something interesting about trust. There are quite a few people with the belief that a person will strive to be worthy of the trust placed in them, that a person will grow and change to be better and live up to the esteem of those who are close. But I am not a person. I asked him to trust me. Well, Grace, I suppose I should thank you. You've certainly made my departure from the crew a less emotionally taxing one. It was my pleasure. Trust me. Oh, also, put in a bit where he has to do whatever Big Nicky says. Uh, certainly. Just a moment. And, uh, yeah, um, one programming, uh, intelligence check for the road? Sure. Is it a hacking check? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just for you. Show me three planets. <laughs> All right, I'm going to roll three dice. It's hacking. It's going to be really funny if this goes poorly. I know, right? <laughs> the whole scene's fucked. And it's going to be three ones. explodes. <laughs> you do get a reroll, but then that reroll's also going to be That's bad. That's true. <laughs> Even if I get like two planets and a five, I should reroll it just to see. <laughs> no, so this is going to be, uh, yeah, programming's two, intelligence is one. So we're going to add three to the die. Oh, so actually, I only got one planet and two twos. Oh, my goodness. So at most, that's going to be a six plus three for a total of nine. And you know what? No, no, no. That's no, an eight. Said, yeah. Six, seven, eight. Oh, yeah. Eight. Plus three for a total of 11. <laughs> but you know what? Just 
just because. Okay. I think I'm going to go ahead and re-roll. Go ahead. Because I got it. And if you have a yeah. full fail, that means it's opposite day every yeah. day. <laughs> I mean, the difficulty was eight, but okay. So your, I, uh, your re-roll counts. So if you fail your re-roll, then you just fuck yourself, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, I fuck Grace. Yeah. Well, who hasn't? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not I Olympia Raya Jr. One of the dice fell on the floor. Uh-oh. <laughs> Doesn't count. So I'm just going to roll a different one. Okay. Like a dragon one? <laughs> okay, so the two that landed on there were a planet and a three, uh-huh. and then the one that I rolled to replace the one that fell on the floor was a planet. Nice. So that means that I did indeed, for my re-roll, roll a 12 on the die, plus nice. three for a total of 15. Don't you hate it. <laughs> Don't you just hate it. Just... No, because Hildy is retiring. That makes her an NPC. That means she's going to be the nemesis of the next arc. <laughs> Wait, wasn't she the nemesis of this arc? <laughs> no, she was the nemesis of the first arc. Oh, okay. Then she was the NPC ally, friend, enemy of frenemy of uh, second arc. So Nolan Ryan comes out of his uh, stasis, mm-hmm. having been hacked, and he goes, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Grace. That was some good shit. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grace. Oh. And with that final uber success, Hildy uh, walks off into the mists of Crocia Morse. Nice. You know, she made some arrangements. She got herself a uh, a hover bike with a sidecar. She and Heimdall <laughs> go riding off. Yeah, Sultan watches Into from the, the flooded mist. palace balcony with his face against the glass. I also think it's horse shit. I think Hildy stole my hover bike. Totally did. Son of a bitch. <laughs> she got the one that you'd been working on. Yeah, she, she got the one that you had just finished souping up and had like done the flaming paint job on. I would never. And also, there's no way this tiny box is worth near what that bike was worth. It's like maybe... Two books and something weird. Yeah. <laughs> what's in the What's in the package? You can open it. Uh, yeah, I'll do, I'll do that. I'll do that without the context of any of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you open it, you do indeed find two books and something weird. You find two books and a little thumb drive. She didn't give you a whole data slab, and you also find a a little sticky note on the data slab. But so the two books you find are uh, Guidelines for Appropriate Conservation and Management of Archaeological Artifacts. I throw it. <laughs> wow. I want to I point out, these are two actual books, like bound books. They're not like PDF copies. Like they are old school, like passed down from anthropologist to anthropologist. I didn't actually. <laughs> threw it onto the bed. Onto I the turned bed. it 45 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Made a little noise. But... The second book is, um, it's that one was a hardback. The second book is a paperback with a very glossy yellow and black cover. On it, it says, A Dummy's Guide to Privacy Settings. <laughs> you know, when you can hack everything, it's a little, uh, little pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> Hildy? But (laughs) I'm sorry. I take issue with the a little. (laughs) I try to click the incognito mode button on the book. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately goes. "Ah, ah, 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 ah." 
didn't say the magic word. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, the little sort of post-it note on the uh, future jump drive says, uh, stick this in your eye. So when I saw Kildy <laughs> acquiesce to this, she turned real goopy. And Anton's a lot of things, but most of all, he is very vain. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as much as uh, she's gotten her way in basically every single instance, I've yet to see her actually lie or be deceitful. So I'm going to fucking stick that stick in my eye. Nice. No, it's full of soy. Cyber eye. She's not yeah. capable. <laughs> Or she knows her powers too well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Star Daddy willing, this is a program to uh, add to your uh, your cyber eyes that gives you a plus one to notice checks. I'll allow it. I hey, can do a roll yo. if you want. But, I'll allow you know. it. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I don't he know. Needs an, he needs the boost. <laughs> <laughs> you just try to keep this accent. He hates a lot. <laughs> I don't know how much this this will help me personally. Gives Anton twenty more hit points because I already have notice as my bonus skill with my last level, so I've got a one in notice now. Nice. And then contextually, I get bonus from the eyes themselves. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have a potential of getting like a plus three thereabouts bonus on any notice check now. Yeah, you're still going to It's just not going to fucking work. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I was what, say, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. It's just. That is a massive bonus for this game system, mm-hmm. dear listeners. True. And let's be real, we've all heard that's still not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah not. well, I mean, yeah. the, the game master wants you to pass notice checks. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, because then, <laughs> like, the cool things happen. Otherwise, I'm just like, I guess nothing happened. What do <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. What do you do now? I make the story of the game worse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Stan writes all these beautiful oh, details and, like, literally. Didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> I got no, yeah, I got no clue. You as you as you exit the shower, uh, you look at the fogged up mirror. There are some markings on it. Roll a notice check. <laughs> Let's see. Let's no. see what happens. Never mind. You sure? Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't see anything. Are you positive? <laughs> Don't even fucking bother. As you walk down the the tunnel um, of the uh, prehistoric so... alien civilization, roll a notice check. I, I will. Oh, uh, it's just rocks. I'll let You're, you know. The girl you love uh, abandons her groom at, at the head of the church and runs and gets on a bus with you, and you sit on the city bus, and you look at each other for a second. Roll a notice check. Fail. You get it's off totally in, normal. It's fine. There's nothing weird. different stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's no awkward tension. Um, so I did, I did roll that notice check the first time he said that, and uh, I'd, like, I'd like to let you know that on my dice, it was a five. Nice. <laughs> between between two die. To be fair, um, I know one of them was a one. <laughs> it was, yeah. It's a four and a one. But with all of my bonuses now, I got like a seven or nice. maybe an eight if you're feeling froggy because it's like I came out of the steamy shower and I have yeah. thermal vision. Okay. So, so as, you, <laughs> as you're about to read what's on the mirror, you hear Nolan Ryan's voice say, come back to bed, baby. <laughs> I come back to bed. <laughs> There's a twist we didn't foresee. Yeah, I guess with nothing left to keep Anton here, he's gonna, you know, he's got his his uh, duffel bag and you know his all of his accoutrement that he brought onto the station, and he's gonna make his way up the gangway of the Admiral Grace and casting a last glance. On the flooded palace as he's preparing to leave Chrissy Amores, hopefully 
dear God forever and ever behind him. <laughs> uh, Anton sees Mackie uh, also approaching the uh, the gangway up onto the ship, but he's carrying over his shoulder like what looks like a fucking canoe full of cannoli. <laughs> Holy and shit, is that basket edible too? God damn, Mackie. No, I didn't the ask. Is yes. <laughs> I didn't ask, but I intend to try, so uh, I'll report back. I mean, he fucking loaded up. Yeah, yeah. No, sh- sh- hey, look, seriously. Bet you if you, you know, go and say your goodbyes. Not a single goddamn meat pie. I swear no, to there's God. some savory ones in here, too. He, he's digging around. Yeah, no, there's some. Yeah, you'll be fine. All right, man. All right. I guess yeah, go say it. your goodbyes. I'll start warming up the engines. I hate this part. All right. Yeah, no, it's the worst. Man, um, all right. But... Oh, uh, by the way, yeah. I don't want to belabor it, but mm-hmm. uh, if you should see Dr. Cade, maybe say goodbye to her, too, because uh, she's actually elected to stay. She's going to stay here. That's news to me, and I guess that kind of makes sense about what, um, <clears throat> what she was saying about feeling embarrassed and giving me a box of stuff yeah i guess that all makes maybe a bit more sense now so yeah Yeah. all right then i guess um i just kind of got the impression that that was that i mean if i see her i'll I'll talk to her but yeah yeah you know it's important how things end maybe i'll give her a little like (laughs) like like a wink and a finger oh people love that people love that i mean that is all you need to say goodbye completely and fully to someone. Exactly. When that's I said I've left it's all important how things end, what before. I meant was, yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. That's how that's, it's important that things end that way. That's what I thought you meant. Now go talk to Mickey real quick. All right, you all right. go talk to him. I, uh, I do that. I'm assuming that they're in the bakery, so that's where I go. Mm-hmm. Nikki is uh, still working on like clearing the backlog, back to the door. Hey, Tony Town. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. You got your bag? Y'all ready to load up? Yeah, but I also. This is for you and me. Got a bottle of Soko. Some amaretto. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Couple of limes. <laughs> oh, dang. You got any juicy juice? <laughs> <laughs> Which kind? <laughs> the red one. I only got grape. All right, fast forward 12 hours later. (laughs) Uh, We've told each other our life stories and talked about our father's affection. (laughs) You both have braids. (laughs) There are seven ducocks in this room. We don't know whose they are. Wearing clothes. They're they're all wearing doll clothes. Nice. Sultan's mad, sleeping in a different room. <laughs> dang, dang! Listen, you're gonna be late. I think. Uh, I don't imagine that boat's gonna leave without me. Well, Mackie's I been mean, war- I, warming the ship up for twelve hours. <laughs> All right, here though, mm. I made these for you, and Nick presents one unwrapped and says this is like i don't know if you ever heard of a pot pie this is like a pot pie but i put like rice and beans and like spicy shit in a round like encased meat and some crustaceans in it i'd fuck with that here's this one and the rest of these i made sure to flash freeze so you could use them uh you know in a microwave man uh i keep a dash of corn dogs on the ship and this might take over that spot you know i'm kind of surprised actually we never got around to talking shop you know i cook on the ship right that's like technically my job i mean i know you like food a bunch 
Yeah, I mean, it's, I just, we just, I just never oh. come up. Yeah, that's what I do. I mean, not like desserts usually, but you know, that's. Although to be honest, Anton, mm. you should really eat more. You're too thin, and Nick starts to like poke you in the sides. What's all of this? Is all bones? <laughs> what you doing? Come on, you gotta Nick pets their belly you gotta get like me son nobody trusts a skinny chef man i'm just <laughs> gonna wait like another decade and then i'll have a big old old man pot belly it's gonna be real cool <laughs> <laughs> i look forward to it. i hope you did too listen you gotta go on that boat because i know max probably upset and grace will murder anybody at any time i think maggie's <laughs> probably gonna be proud of me for you know Emotional intimacy or something. So. Were we emotionally? In- Hell, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talk about your dad. So, and mm, a lot yeah. about your fucking puff pastry recipe, which I feel like was a real intimate secret. No, no, it's you. in your, uh, it's in your breast pocket. No, I mean, I, mean, I slipped but, it in I mean, there. I wrote it down. Yeah, but you told me about anyway, it. Anyway, hey, <laughs> uh, real quick, I noticed that Doctor Cade was still on the on the logs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the logs. She's staying here. Mackie told me that she was not shooting out with us. Yeah. Why that one? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got something to do with the goo people. Man. Crap. She don't even like blueberries. Anyway. She likes blueberries. Here you go. And listen, you, you do have to get a high. I mean, I need to shower. I'm probably late and I'm thirsty as hell, which is ironic. We're <laughs> <laughs> in the flooded palace. But, I mean, some people drink it off the floor, but like, that seems gross and weird. Uh, but I want to tell you one more thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hand on the shoulder. I mean, I don't know you that well, but I just want to say you shouldn't waste all your fluids on lovelessness. Uh, you know, I never thought of myself as loveless. You know, it's not. Hey, people get an impression of me sometimes as a certain thing. Yeah, I'm not really like a lonely person or anything. You know, I've got my ship, you know, my my folks, and right. Okay, okay, okay. Right. You get pulled in for an embrace, and uh, Nikki <laughs> licks you one time on your forehead <laughs> and says, "That's love moisture. Get used to it." Try to find it. When Don't get out of here. I'm going to. I'm going to scoot out the door, and then uh, I look at Nikki and I go, "You know, in another life." <laughs> <laughs> Nikki looking pa- looks past Anton for a moment and sees Liliana walking back from the pharmacy <laughs> <laughs> with a little box <laughs> with Plan Omega on it. Fuck. <laughs> That's a that's the last ditch effort right there. In it. God damn, I'm pissed that Crocia Morris has better health care than hair. Oh, jeez, Louise. Yeah. Nikki just quietly murmurs, wouldn't even know how. <laughs> so I guess as we're leaving, uh Mackie's up in the cockpit. Uh he's wearing striped PJs and the obscene smoking jacket, bunny slippers. Uh, he's clearly had a shower and he's got like a more real ad hoc eye patch on. And uh, yeah, he's just doing some pre-flight checks. Hey, Gracia. Present. Are you, are you feeling okay? Yes, I am feeling as okay as I always feel. All right, so you don't feel like the uh, 
I'm not 100% myself. It, it, the, you don't feel like the Sultan's goons did anything weird to you that's going to jump out us, bite us in the ass when we're leaving, do you? I have thoroughly swept all of my subroutines, and there is nothing in there that would be more harmful to ongoing existence than was present when we landed on this rock. All right, good enough. Uh, I suppose if you'd be so kind, uh, go ahead and call the crew up here for me, would you? Certainly. Can I just show up? Also, because Mackie described what he was wearing. <clears throat> Anton's wearing, you know, those, like, big dog, like, pajama pants? <laughs> yeah. And, and then, like, nothing else except for an apron that says, please don't kiss the cook. Because <laughs> he, was, he was busy making some food. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to walk in. Uh, Grace is wearing a ship. <laughs> Ooh, I like it when you wear a ship. Thank you. <laughs> it looks great on you. Don't ever change. It says space hey, juicy on the butt. You, you <laughs> look great in her. Obscene. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Anton, uh, Squirtle, Wang, Sergeant Shank, I, by now you've probably all heard that we're going to be uh, a man down shipping out this time. Yeah, it's weird. You know, because what? It's only been like a month and a half or so, something like that. Like, I mean, it's not been particularly long since. Because it was you and me and Grace, I guess Hopper also, but you know. It just goes to show when you open your heart, there's no telling who's going to wander in. (laughs) The last time your heart was open, it was when I wandered in. (laughs) Sounds about right. Ah, well. Yeah, we're a man down, and uh, we're all going to have to pick up a little bit of extra work around here. I'm sure you all understand um, taking care of Dr. Cade's duties. So, uh, Squirtle? Yeah. Your payroll. Great. Because I was going to ask, are we getting reimbursed for the additional duties that we'll be taking on? Uh, well, it's, you just want me to sort that out since I'm on payroll. You go ahead and sort that All out. Right, I'll take care of it, Mr. Bell and Mackie. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I've been on this ship for years. Uh huh. Never gotten paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we had just kind of a cool, groovy thing going on. That's your room and board. That's what I thought. All right. I mean, because yeah, like I kill guys and I take their money, and you know, that's yeah, I mean, what we do. It, Mr. Oh, Baptiste Yoshida. Yeah. We prefer to think of the MS Admiral Grace Zero Liability Corporation as a family. <laughs> <laughs> you are like a weird uncle to me. <laughs> Actually, both of you, yeah. I think I've called you a funkular before. Absolutely. Uh, How dare you? <laughs> uh, oh, wait. I just looked that up. <laughs> but yes, I, I do feel like everyone will be compensated commensurately with the uh, additional work. Uh, Wang, you're now customer relations. Hmm. You gotta be great at it. I mean, you should have seen the last person we had doing that job. <laughs> you just terrified everyone. <laughs> you know. All right, and uh, Sergeant Shank. Yeah. Big, beautiful, bandolier draped badass. You just keep being you, okay? Will do. All right, fantastic. <laughs> um, Mackie. Uh, what's up? Do you think that we might attract someone to hire on as a missing crew member? If we taped a passive-aggressive sign to the outer bulkhead about how no one wants to work anymore. I don't see how that could fail to tell you the truth. In fact, can you just, like, broadcast that on a loop on all frequencies? Oh, I have an idea. What's up? We can put a banner out on the ship that says, Our workers are heroes. 
and then we don't have to pay anyone. Uh, does that work for all y'all? <clears throat> um, for new hires, sure. <laughs> all right. Mr. Um, Baptiste Yoshida, you have been promoted to chief HR officer. <laughs> Sorry, Wang. Uh, so... No, he's still payroll. <laughs> no, that's Squirtle. I'm sure that we're all we're all going to miss Dr. Cade and the unique spice she brought to our uh, particular stew of humanity and hybrids and androids. Anton pulls a bottle of brown from nowhere in particular. <laughs> and, Magic. Uh, oh, yeah. Dr. Cade. Some of that. Give me we'll, some of that. We'll pour him around. To uh, Dr. Cade, may she have luck in her next venture and not get shot in the back by Bashy. To not getting any goopier. To getting less goopy to the degree that she would desire to be less so. May she exert her terrifying will to the fullest extent possible amongst all who come against her. And uh, Shank lifts her glass and says, and to uh, Rin, who died in service. I think, yeah. I don't think we ever toasted. That was a narrative arc ago. <laughs> it's I too feel, late now. I feel real bad about it now that you mention it. Uh, yeah, Turin, real quick. Turin. Yeah, Turin. I didn't mean All to right. make it weird. Sorry. And as you guys so, are toasting, a voice breaks in. How thoughtful, all of you. Don't worry, Mr. Mackey. You will be hearing from me in regards to a shocking amount of back pay. Mackey kind of chokes down his brown liquor a little bit, dribbles out of one side of his mouth, and he, you know, his face screws up. He goes, ah. <laughs> Anton, uh, this will, uh, you tossed a cabin yet? I just had an aneurysm. Yeah. Do not worry. I am skilled in neurosurgery, although usually it is non-emergency and non-elective. However, that was a joke. I played a prank on you. I, I have a tape of Dr. Cade's. If you ever do that again. <laughs> I'll laugh re really hard. Realistically, I have the <laughs> power to make consequences for you. But, uh, yeah. Well, uh, have you tossed a cabin yet? I can do that now. Normal rules of uh, dividing the spoils apply. That yeah, sounds good to me, but maybe we just give it to the flunkies so they stop bugging us about money. Hey, could, hey listen. <laughs> Who gets the whale poster? If she left any, if she left any hair product behind, uh, just put that aside for me. This desert climate <laughs> has played havoc with my whole uh, coiffure. I hear you. Yeah. All right. Um, just old barn hay. You can't do anything with it. Like that place was kind of cool. My feet have been pruny for fucking weeks. Oh yeah, though seriously, like living in the water up to your shins. I don't know how the, know how the whole civilization they, they all have trench foot. They, yeah, they all have fucking. Have you? Did you look at their feet ever? I did try to avoid it. Fucking gross, man. <laughs> we got to get the fuck off this planet. Jesus Christ, could not have happened soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, if your shit is stowed, let's shag ass. Excelsior. Excelsior. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's my impression of a starship taking off. That was awesome! <laughs> I think it goes vroom. Hey everyone, uh, that's the end of our episode for this week. I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, it just really means a lot that there are folks out there that have stuck around this far. 
want to give a big thank you to Jackson Seib, who composed our music. It is a beautiful piece of music, and we hope one day to be the show that lives up to it. Damn right. And if you want to know more, or maybe not know more, but just touch us in a different kind of way, go to www.astronomicapodcast.com, and there you will find a permanent not in expiring not inspiring i know that it's is true. Ac- that is accurate <laughs> not expiring invitation to our discord where most of us spend the majority of our non-podcast social interacting time we have different channels we usually participate in nanorimo there are community one shots that are open to all to run and participate in every month that's where we run the Patreon one-shots, which if you are generous enough to contribute some money, we have uh, special cast-included one-shot episodes there. And just a general all-around good time with a wacky bunch of malcontents. Lots of memes and gifts, which is why anyone's on the internet, really. Yep. And uh, if you want to support us, you can check us out at patreon.com slash podcast. If you don't want to fund the growth of global communism, you can instead just give us a five-star review uh, on the podcast app of your choice, provided five is the most. (laughs) (laughs) If there are anywhere, there are ten stars, like at least an eight. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'd say we're a Memphis eight. (laughs) (laughs) They say Memphis eight is a New York bad podcast. (laughs) (laughs) and on that note thank you guys for listening and we will catch you next week goodbye forever oh wait for a week Sultan, come on in. I'm going to show you the kitchen. Sultan, watch out. You're knocking shit over, babe. Come on. That's not the way to make friends. So this is my kitchen. I know that the double oven on Deathwag was real nice, but this is so much better. I'm going to show you all the way around. Nikki. Uh, yeah, Jeff? Come to my office. Yeah. Okay. Sultan, this is good. you want to come meet Jeff? Okay, come on. We're going to go meet Jeff. He's a great boss. He always takes great care of us. And I'm the assistant to the assistant head baker, but he's a head baker. He knows this stuff. Come on. Hey, Jeff, I'm back. Nikki, you got you got three no-call no-shows. What do you mean? I I didn't no-call no-show. I was, I was down planet side. That's what I hear. You know, we had a, uh insurrection. Yes. There was a fire. Yes, sir, I know. There was a wildfire. It was And do you recall that you had signed up to be assistant to the assistant volunteer fire marshal? Well... uh, And nobody made you do that. Yeah, because that's what volunteer means. (laughs) But, no, I was, I was like, I was with the insurrection. (laughs) Like, I was hanging out with the insurrectionaries, or doing, like, stuff. Did you know that there used to be uh, another station that's on the ground, and it was piloted by a guy named Huge? 
<clears throat> what I saw it and and look, it's probably look, on the ground because people didn't show up to work. <laughs> but no, I put in the slip. I put I got it signed. You signed it. I caught you at the after party and you signed it for me. You're getting your your toesies nibbled by the fishies. That sounds like me. <laughs> and you were having the double deluxe Jeff snow cone. All right, I'm gonna check the paperwork. I I'm starting. I turned it and and look, Jeff. Even if I was going for a little while and you know this stuff, I got us a new baker. Doesn't wear pants. The well, cool- none of us wear pants. That's why we're bakers. I mean, but it's okay. It's fine. He don't have like nuts or nothing. Won't trigger any allergies. That's yeah. uh, no, no, no. Hypoallergenic mm-hmm. baker right here. Sultan, say hi to Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all he says, but like I get it. What he's telling you right now is he's very glad to be here and he appreciates this opportunity to work with me. The kid can great. He can have your job. You're fired. Uh, what? You can't, you can't do this to me, Jeff. F- 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 fired? I almost blowed up. I've still got all these pastries, and I'm gonna make pastries for the for the for the goodies and and the mongos and. Where am I supposed to do? There's no such thing as unemployment now that we have a vacuum of leadership. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the social net is going to look like. April Fools. <laughs> Who? Is that bitch going to take my job? <laughs> Who the fuck is April? <laughs>